Three, two, one, go! Excellent, sexy. I hope you all are ready for another exciting episode of War Homs. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Warhams. It's so fantastic to see every single one of your non-existent faces. Of all of you typing in the chat there, everyone being present, all the fun stuff. Thank you all so very much for coming together and making Warhams happen. We greatly appreciate it. I would also like to say thank you to the folks who come forth and make the show happen. Introducing our Oscatari Ranger, Pai Breen, played by Speaker D. I'm Speaker D. I am one of the lead writers for If the Emperor Had a Texas Speech Device. I play Pi Brain, the impulsive and violent. I voice Azrubile Vector, the god emperor of mankind, and by golly, I love wrestling! And next up, we have our inquisitorial acolyte, Reeve Van Horn, played by Aaron Dill. Hi, I'm Aaron I am a uh, lead writer for If the Emperor of Texas Speech Device, occasional voice actor, and general no. handyman around the server, and I do a whole bunch of shit, and I also sit over here, and I smack uh, Speaker D on the head when he uh, refuses to accept the power of Pulpo Gang. And I am your resident psyker. I am playing Lorne. I'm Zorin. But next up, we have someone very important. Someone absolutely wonderful. Captain Sadik. He is captain of the Duck Collector. And he's played by Hulky Crow. Yes. Hello. I am Hulky Crow. I play oh. Captain Sadik. Thank you very much for having me again. I'm a on-again, off-again voice actor. Did you like my cringy song? Device. I did. I loved your song, Zorin. I hated it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I interrupted you. Keep going. <laughs> I, I mostly play Kayvon Shrike on Bro Trip, or a couple of voices here and there in some episodes of TTS. Do some stuff for the other people in the Warham, Warhammer community. It's weird to say that after saying Warham so often. Uh, and I'm happy to be here and not be in pain. I'll hide the fucker be thirsty. I'll hide him. I have the powers of OBS. And now I'm in pain again. Those are, those are deep powers you're, you're exercising. But hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm getting something cooked up. Hold on. Orb. <laughs> <laughs> and the one currently messing with a roll 20 overlay by putting the fucking B on top of the thing is Thurston Hillman, all game master. Welcome back again, Thurston. Thanks for tolerating us so far. What do you have in store for us today? I have things. I have many things. I have I have so many things. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. I have nothing funny to say. I'll never top my opening line from last uh, last session. But uh, first of all, just a few bookkeeping things so everyone is aware. Um, we've allocated experience to our players for the uh, completion of our first season of play. This has brought them up to uh, rank three, which is kind of the, the highest rank of their current tier. This is a tier two campaign, so sort of a middling level uh, of the road even though our players have quite proven they can murder pretty much anything I throw at them uh, they've got a bit more experience so you might see some cool new stuff coming from everyone today uh, 
It's a cool reminder. We got fantasy on the way, so be on the lookout for that. That's going to be exciting. We're going to get you some content real soon for our Warhammer Fantasy Show. Woo! Um, and real quick, I'd just like to shout out all of the um, all all of the servitors who are looking after Tater Tot on the deck collector today. They include uh, Hannes Giroud, Skitari One, Patrick B. Owens, uh, Skulking 067, Tom Wilcox, Jeff, Max Kessler, Ian Rohde, Dosader and the number eight, followed by the letter Z. Uh, thanks to all of those people. Uh, yes, thank you. Tater thank you. Tot and all of our other patrons who are in line to look after Tater Tot. Uh, we all know Tater Tot needs it. Uh, Numbers. For, for, for just a certain amount of dollars per month, you too can look after <laughs> You too can support <laughs> your society. own Tater yeah. Tot. If we can start the Sarah McLaughlin music in the middle, <laughs> I'm going to beat you with a fucking wrench. <laughs> <laughs> For just pennies a dollar, you too can support this poor virtual child who was kidnapped by a gang of rogues. In the arms of the By sending the money to those rogues. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to shout out to that. Uh, welcome everyone back. This is our second season. We're going to be uh, diving straight into it. Um with the Sarah McLaughlin music still playing as we we cut immediately into our game, which starts us in the the Mortis Carcerum, the the space station. Our our players, this prison complex, our players were uh, trapped in for the past four sessions. The end of our first season, having finally managed to, after being apprehended in the first session, going through the that their time in the Imperium prison industrial complex, escaping, making their way. Uh, out and then fighting a group of Dark Eldar uh, Xenos pirates, our players have made their way and are finally leaving the station, continuing on the trail of say say it. Say it say it. Yeah, fucker me. Fucker me and and as as we 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 cut to the end of this this sort of arc we we have that Sarah McLaughlin uh, guitar music playing as our camera is showing us inside the hangar bay of the the Mortis Carcerum and shuttles from the deck collector the these semi reliable kind of their fleet of Arvis lighters approaches to to pick up the PCs uh, during this our our band of heroes is making their way onto the shuttles and as this is happening Lorne has one moment as he turns back and sees a, a large pair of eyes on him as a uh, rather rather large ogren locks eyes with Lorne as Lorne is departing. How does Lorne react to this? I assume, I assume it's like a moment like to like someone's like getting on the helicopter kind of scene to yeah. where I'm about to leave off. I look back. I see like the, the horde of prisoners who helped us fight all the Dark Eldar. But I see Chunkus there looking up at me. I look at him. I just nod. And then Chunkus looks back at Lorne and, and he just nods. We have an understanding. We have a connection of, of respect. Like we mentally, like we mentally and psychologically just fist bump in some way. We have a respect for each other. And then, and as, and as we're, and as the engines begin to rev up, I psychically try to communicate to the Chonkus so he can hear me a little bit more clearly. And all that he hears is, I am proud of you, Chonkus. You are now top bitch. And then and, I turn, uh, clunk flapping, and then I enter the, enter the thing. 
as, as the shuttle takes off, bringing the, the players back to the debt collector, which sits out further uh, beyond the station because the gravity well of this gas giant would snap the spine of the ship uh, as the shuttle departs and ferries our, our heroes back to, to the debt collector. Chonkus is the last one standing in the, the hangar as the shuttle becomes nothing more than a pinprick and a single tear goes down Chonkus' face before he turns and heads back into the prison. We then cut to the shuttle landing in the hangar bay of the debt collector were a crowd of menials, bridge crew, all led by a Lieutenant Ransom stands at attention and the, the singing song, though you can't hear the lyrics because the Sarah McLaughlin music is still playing. Uh, you, you do see the, the traditional birthday cake being being delivered towards Zedek, who walks off the uh, the back ramp of the Arvis lighter. And there's cheers from the crew as, as Zedek, you return finally back to your ship. How, how do you feel being back on the ship now, Zedek? I have to say it feels... Good to be home again. Seeing all of your smiling faces here, it's wonderful. Although, I don't remember, and you have to refresh my memory, did I also make another moratorium to give a birthday cake every time we successfully come back without dying? And there's like a sitcom laugh from everyone there as you as you make this statement. Uh, and then they all share like furtive glances at each other like, uh oh, what did we do? Uh oh, uh oh. Uh, and then we cut away from that and we, we cut to to this this chamber, this this clinical chamber somewhere in the bowels of the death collector. And in the corner, there is this large stasis unit mounted against the wall uh, that is frosted over with sort of like ice and coolant inside. It has this dull blue glow. And we see this this semi um, visible, possibly female figure inside the stasis capsule, uh, but but it's sort of in the back of the room, and instead there is this, this other figure who's sitting there looking dagger eyes side to side, unsure what to think, having been been shackled in place to the floor and looking around this, this Xenos creature. And then and then the door opens to this chamber and and Reeb Van Horn walks in and Reeb what do you what do you look like as you walk into to your uh, your collection room here Reeb is uh entering in he's looking just about as himself as normal uh however he has brought a small silver looking tray with him and on top of that tray is a small tea set it's got, a, it's got a kettle, and it's got two small ceramic mugs. And they place it on a table, and I sit down on a stool across from the, uh, across from the Xeno, and I cross my arms for a moment. And the Xenos' eyes go incredibly wide, and we cut away. We cut away to Pie Brain, sitting in one of sitting in the lower decks of the debt collector 
wiping off some sort of visceral uh, blood fluid off of his power sword, sitting in sort of one of the bay windows that overlooks space as the, the vessel is making its departure out of this system and heading towards uh, the, the Mandeville point so it may depart the system and enter the warp. And I, I don't fucking know. I assume Pybrain is sharpening his sword, looking out into space, and there's like this spectral vision of my face as he's sharpening the plate. My face is in the GM's face. Is that about right? Yes, it is. <laughs> and he's, if he had eyebrows, he would get a marker and he's going to draw angry eyebrows and be like, I'm going to get you, you son of a bitch. I'm going to get you. I also like to remember, uh, just make sure we don't forget him on the ship. We do have our lovely Lemurian tech addict with us, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. Okay, because we never made a note of Great Fact to get him. We picked him. We picked up Rohecta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you've picked up Rohecta. Um, but but as as you, you you do this, the camera's panning back from your staring out into the face of God while sharpening your blade, and reveals just like I don't know a mound of like lower deck corpses surrounding you, uh, for all of the the people you have murdered because you had to make up your your murder murder quotient oh yeah well now i uh i need to show the tribes what happens when you steal from the omnis and with that the debt collector enters the warp and we we can see that like the star system we see that the, the, the planet, the sun moves. It's it's moving very fast. Some kind of time acceleration is happening. We're we're skipping forward a bit for however long this this journey is taking. Uh, but then we see a small shuttle burst out of uh, out of the warp, coming from a larger vessel that's entered the system. And the shuttle makes its way towards the Mortis Carcera, and it lands on the deck. and And from this shuttle comes a small administratum menial, and this administratum menial is walking through the the Mortis Carcera, looking around. And at this point, uh, we as the audience are seeing various prisoners who are now dressed in Arbitus gear, having clearly been used to replace some of the dead soldiers, and. We see that this this menial presents a presents a small data slate into the arms of a very large arbite, a very very chunky arbite who takes it and proceeds to travel in its almost comical armor up the stairs into the office of the head judge, where instead of Straborsen, the the large rotund avatar of Daral now sits Supreme Judge McLaudoter with a, a new helm representing her new position and Arbite Chonkis drops the data slate off at the table and she she casually picks it up as the head judge looks at it and reads in big, big large imperial lettering at the top by decree of the Emperor of Mankind the Inquisition has been disbanded. And then we cut away from that. What? And we find ourselves... We find ourselves back on board a very familiar place. Fuck. Back on board the deck of the Magnum Orum Victorium. The command vessel for the PCs, overseer, Katja Van Nord. As, as we have been here many times before, the 
our players have made their way through the Magnum Orum Victorium after rendezvousing with it. They have walked through the ship. They have taken the spiral stairs around the central, like, rectangular uh, platform that leads up where they are now standing face-to-face with Katja Van Nord. And we, we cut to... We cut to all sorts of characters, all four of our players, but but the camera zooms in on all of their eyes, just these steely eyes all looking at each other as they look at Katja Van Nord, this some three to four meters distance between the two groups as this awkwardness sets in. And we, we cut steely-eyed back from, from Pybrain's eyes to Katja Van Nord, to Zedek to Katja, to Reeb to Katja, to Lorne to Katja, and then, of course, from Tater Tot who is with them to Katja as well. And then Katja Van Nord opens her arms wide. Who will be the first to initiate the big hug? I want Reeb to do it. Yeah, Uh, he just got out of a job. He needs a hug right now. Wait, do we know about this yet? If I was not a tech priest, I would want to be an inquisition at all. Yeah, you it's, you're so cool. You guys have softened the blow of that exactly <laughs> For all those you fuckers out there who were like, uh, in TTS, the Inquisition is uh, is disbanded. Well, don't worry. We accounted for this. Fucking turtle bisque assholes. Right. <laughs> he does his usual thing. He gives it his best effort when he goes up to Katya Van Nord because he's not a weirdo. Yeah, there's like this like very brief like like meeting taps on the back or exchange and then Reeb backs off leaving room for the other three. I just motion for the next person to go forward like all right, you're next. Don't make a pig's ear of this. I uh What's a pig? Well, Lauren Lauren kneels down and kind of like taps on Tater Tot going, "Come on Tater Tot, we got to go do the hug thingy." So I pick up Tater Tot Bring him with me, and then offer him as the sacrifice of hugs to catch a Van Nord. Oh, you piece of shit! <laughs> Heartless. Um, she, her, her mechadendrite-like hands, and, and, and for those of you who are just joining us, Katja Van Nord is this statuesque, clearly like void-born woman with these mechadendrite ten tendril-like arm appendages dressed in blue finery accented with gold highlights. This sort of like large uh, neck piece of, of white silk coming up and, and the, the, the tendrils sort of go around Tater Tot as she brings the child in for a hug. Oh, aren't you the most adorable things? As she she hugs the child and we just see Tater Tot's eyes go wide and and like are you are you gonna be my new mommy? I have four daddies now. Oh. Okay, Tata, uh, no, that's enough. No, okay, hug no. ceremony's over. That just You're just, not allowed in the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to like just come on, come on, let him go, let him go. <laughs> uh, oh dear, look, look there, it's just Taylor. And like you, Tater Tot turns and. <gasps> 
Uncle Mesh Mesh! And he sort of like rushes off to go be with the the ratlings who have suddenly appeared by Kachavan Nord's side to begin cooking a meal. Good, good. Who's next? I suppose Captain Zedek will go since he usually goes last and whiffs. <laughs> Don't fail this time. Look, I'm not going to do anything too exotic. How about you just uh, not make a roll? Yeah, that's that's it. I'm not doing anything too exotic. Captain Zedek <laughs> will go up to Katya Van Nord and attempt to hug her. He's learning. He's learning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make a roll. Yeah. What 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 skill would you like to make for this oh, test? Because you. I yeah exactly. <laughs> Fine. I'll make a. Is that a fellowship test? There we go. That sounds good. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a role that I can make. Yeah. Have you yeah. learned from last here's time? A, here's, a, here's a fellowship test. Yeah, I believe. That's not bad. It's That's four not bad. In a four in a glory. Very good, Captain. As, as like, the mechadendrites come around you. Uh, you have done very well on your past mission. Pat, 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 pat. Now, please, depart. Captain Zedek will release Katya. Uh, then she turns to to look at both. Uh, well, sorry, to to, to steelily lock eyes with uh, with Pie Brain. Donna, Pie Brain will keep those eyes locked. He will move ahead of the crew, but not quite up to catch a Vandor yet. Taking a few meters distance between the two of them. Oh, fuck you, son of a... Okay, yes. He is going to lift his leg high and then to the side. Lift his other leg high and then to the side. Assume a grappler pose. He's in horse stance. He's in horse stance! And then he's going to... Getting down, he's going to say... All right, now you charge at me this time. What? What are you talking about? In order for us to do the hug ritual, you must fight me. Have you been eating your Chan Konabi? I am, I am so confused. <laughs> I enjoy that every time we try to hug each other, it's like fucking rocket surgery. This <laughs> <laughs> is the most basic action that is fucked up beyond all belief. It's if, hug science. Yeah. If you, I did research on this. Yes, this hugging ritual is quite commonly used as sports entertainment in the Damoclean Gulf. Yes, if you do not meet my challenge, then I will win by Fuzen Pai, a loss by default for not appearing at a scheduled bout. What? You you refuse to fight me in the hug. Then then I win by default, but it is a sour victory. Please attack me! If you keep this up, I will have to dock you points. Atta- okay. I just go up on Hugger normally. <laughs> That's all you have to say. <laughs> I go up Hugger normally and then cool. It's like the meekest <laughs> hug and then Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, it has been some weeks since your your journey to the Mortis Casarum and then your return here. Yeah, it's, been quite, it's been quite a while. That is true. You are continuing uh. on the the pursuit of Slayer Burgo de Fuckerby, the twenty fifth of his name. This is also true. Did you find any additional insight into our errant 
diplomat's location. And, um... Oh, uh, okay. Oh, not okay. Zedek, would you like to, uh, give the report? Uh, Zedek would like to give the report if he can pull out the report in his pants. I mean, he, they may have fallen out of his latest pair of ripped trousers. Give him a moment. Uh, currently, you haven't, uh, you haven't complicated yet, so your trousers are not, not ripped yet. Oh, good. We, uh, we reestablished continuity with my ass cheeks. Yeah, for now. Spe- speaking of your ass cheeks, um... For chat for confused better said I've updated the overlay for their current stats. Um It's what's currently written on their character sheet at the time, so if, if anything's wrong, then uh, we'll address it sometime later. But now it's updated. But about back to your ass. Yeah, back back to Hulky's ass. Uh yes, the uh No, we do need to talk about that, yeah. Of course, this is prudent <laughs> things we get to talk about on Warhands every session. <laughs> well, uh, based on the intel we've received while on the Mortis Car Serum. The best guess we could make is that Defuckerby is heading towards the Ghoul Stars, if I do recall. Although that is less pressing than the fact that Defuckerby may have had some unholy or inhuman assistance, if Defuckerby is indeed a human at all. I do believe, as an ambassador, he is quite human. To to indicate or even accuse one of being a mutant is is a is a grave charge that one must have defined proof for. Oh, oh no! I make no assertion or assumption that he is a mutant. Rather, that he may not necessarily be well a man. In the, uh, the mortal sense. Captain. What, I, what I'm saying is it may be someone who is not human. Captain. Yeah. If I may. Yes. You you say it better than I do, Reeb. You understand the Ikizuno creatures better than me. Yes, I would, I would hope so. Uh, Miss Van Nord, we are still compiling our case, so to speak, against Mr. DeFuckerby. We have many leads that we are currently following while we do business on behalf of the crusade. However, we, of course, are are still working at it. But the fact is, is we are coming up with ever more leads to follow, and while a lead is simply a lead and not concrete evidence, the amount that we continue to find in his wake is uh, troubling, not least of which for the fact that he leaves so many threads dangling behind him like a incontinent spider. Your wordplay is quite amusing, Reeb Van Horn. I will explain to you what I know currently. Uh, that is, after the Mortis Cast Harem, uh, Slabergo de Fakrabi made his way to a nearby system where he arranged passage on board a vessel called the Carillon. Once he was on board the Carillon, uh, we have lost all communication with him. It is believed the Carillon was making its way to the Fimbria system uh, that borders near the Ghoul Stars. What are the Ghoul Stars? The Ghoul Stars are a cursed place, also known to some as the Ghost Stars, a region of space that is far, far at the reaches of our space, the very northeast beyond even the eastern fringes of our great Imperium, the Emperor's Great Imperium. 
They are mostly comprised of dead worlds. Fimbria is... The Fimbria system, I should say, is an important... Uh, nay, perhaps one of the most important systems at the border of such a region, for it possesses an impressive hive world and mining operations. Fimbria Majoris is a well-known imperial world. In fact, it is not known by many, and, and Catcher leans in conspiratorially. But the Greater Crusade fleet will be making its way through the Fimbria system on its latest leg of its journey. Why is it held in secret? Does it have powerful technology or other strategic usefulness? The Fimbria system itself is, is not is not secretive, but but the Crusade fleets passing through is is a great secret. It is it is believed that the Primarch or Primarchs, as it were, will be on board the fleet as it translates through the system. They are in danger. I do not know, but I will say if you wish to continue your search for Slayer go to Fackerby, then you must travel there in pursuit of the Carillon. If you can find the Carillon, you will no doubt find what has happened to de Fackerby, as well as any plans he may have with relation to the system. Yes. Your, your best bet would be to meet with the planetary governor, Jeremy Zelensk. Mm. This, this action will be done. But I wish to make you aware of my threats of an ongoing conspiracy within the Crusade. A conspiracy? <gasps> I know. It made me smick that same noise. Uh, it's true. Uh, I heard him. Not this bloody thing again. It is not some irrational happenstance, Reeb. We, we went to the planet that was compromised mentally. Mental compromise. Ah, words! Okay, now I will tell you the real thing. <laughs> Reba looks like he's in <laughs> I, I just like the idea that it's like firing a heavy weapon in a video game. It gets too hot and he has to pause for yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told you to stop cocking it. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I am ready. Uh, <clears throat> Everywhere we have traveled, Sly Burgo de Facobi, the annoying weird guy, has been finding ways to compromise entire populations of planets, a feat that, while I am no expert in this field, seems beyond a psyche of his expressed magnitude. We believed that this suspicious activity carried over for some time. When we went to Shady Rock, we found a hidden area filled with dangerous Xenos and compromised Lemurian personnel. Lemurian personnel that Slyburgo not only engineered the deaths of, but also commandeered as slave labor. We rescued this laborer from the penitentiary, only to discover that the conspiracy went further still. The great arbitrator was a heretic himself and blamed de Slaburgo for sealing something of great value to him and to the Dark Eldar. The head administrator, as you no doubt know, 
was taken away by those Xenos, and the entire station almost lost to a Xenos attack. In addition, similar psychic distortions to the ones we experienced on Shady Rock carried over to this place. Even a workman from Shady Rock whose mind was addled beyond saving was there, casting illusions on supply closets, seeming to bend us all towards one particular angle, an object that this administratum agent, or, 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 sorry, arbitrator had, it seemed to be of great value, not only to him, but to Fuckaby. If I had to surmise, De Fuckaby stole this object, and then the Dark Elder came looking for it, and wherever De Fuckaby goes, the Dark Elder might follow. It, it means then that you must move with all due haste to apprehend Slayerburgo to Fakrabi. You must travel immediately to the Fimbria system and find what has happened to the Carillon. However, and she raises one of her right hands, you must know that with the Crusade fleet's scheduled arrival in the system, the planetary governor has been given an orthodox authority. He is the leader of the system's most populous world but it means that you even as agents of the ambassadorium must submit yourselves to his authority Um, begging your pardon don't I technically hold more authority than him and she pauses and leans not in this case because of the involvement of the Primarchs. There is increased security. Though your authority technically would allow you uh, the authentication of it, as well as certain other matters that are currently under review regarding the status of the Inquisition, uh, mean that uh, your authority will give you great leeway, but you will still be under the authority of Planetary Governor Jeremy Zelensk. Reeb is going to pause immediately at hearing under review. Mm-hmm. The Inquisition is under review, excuse me? There are certain reports coming from from the Primarch and, and supposedly from Holy Terra itself. The authentication of those documents is currently underway. I cannot say much more at this time, but know that the Inquisition's authority remains absolute in all but this one case right now. That is very convenient for the planetary governor. Captain Zedekal also raised Oh, yes, Captain. Now, be that as the condition of the Inquisition may be, what does that say for my own authority? I thought that being a rogue traitor were kind of not subject to the will of planetary governors or even in some cases the Inquisition. I, of course, don't need to make an an ass of myself more than I typically do. But I do want to know how much room I have to step on his toes, so to speak. You have authority in the form of having a fucking starship. 
So, <laughs> I'm sorry. That jump scared me. Hey, lady, only we're allowed to curse. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, my man. GM, GM time out. If you go back to the first episode, one of the first things she says is, no, fuck you. Oh, so, hey, <laughs> fuck you. We're keeping the house of imagery here. Yeah. prepared this time. Correct. Uh, but but she, she leans in, but but with that starship, you you have a certain freedom that others would not have. But I will stress, working with the planetary governor would very likely make your task in the system easier. There are several worlds in the Fimbria system, and Jeremia Zelensk has information on all of them. Interesting. Fuck. Do you happen to have any information on... Governor Zelensk, Lady Katya? Uh, not not much. I know he is a competent, if dedicated, governor. One who, like most planetary governors, has inherited much of his position from old warrants and information. But I have been told he is someone that imperial authorities find reasonable to work with. Reasonable? That's a concerning statement. The red flag raises a little higher. I will trust you to figure out what, what it is you need. Now, I will also say that this this system, the Fimbria system, is, is very important. So it is likely when you arrive, you will be spending a lot of time there. So be prepared for such an eventuality. If there are things you need to purchase, you will want to make strong contacts within the system itself. We have to bring snacks. Don't worry. Uh, I know I know a guy and I can say that in any star system and be accurate. Yes, well, you want, I, you want, I trust you. Want you to roll knowledge. for that? <laughs> <laughs> can I roll for that? I I mean, you're like you're generally not bullshitting. You're you're kind of going based off of your uh well, you're going based off the fact that you're a rogue trader who kind of gets special abilities that that denote that. However, however, I will let you make me a cunning test. Sure, I'll attempt to make a cunning test. Yeah. God, I hope I don't complicate on this. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, cunning here is going to be fine. I believe let's, in you. Let's, let's do it. Let's make a test. Yeah. How here we go. Here we go. It's a here nine in three glory. Yeah. Whoa! Just, Fuck yeah, just, man. Yeah, uh, you, uh, with that, you you get a, a fucking success because every dice you rolled is a success. I was going to say a four was what you were going to need. Or... Um, so I will let you not only like yeah you 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 know some people there. I will let you pick two other planets in the Fimbria system uh, that you would have contacts on. Uh, and just so you are aware, there are a total of well four planets in the Fimbria system. So Fimbria one through four. Fimbria five is like a fucking dead ice world Pluto, so it doesn't count. But. My next question was going to be if the, one of them just happened to be a gas world. So yes. if I chose that planet on accident, it's like, oh, well, four, you, you four, know, that planet's is a, made of gas. Four, four is a gas gas giant, but it has 24 distinct moons. Uh -huh. You know all of this because you, you like, as a rogue trader, you generally would go out to, to like, the fucking border edges of space. And so Fimbria is is a port of call because it's one of the largest hive, hive cities and just industrial complexes that is right at the border of that section of the Imperium. Okay. 
Uh, I will say Fimbria 2 and Fimbria 4, since I'll, I'm sure some information on its numerous moons would be valuable. Yeah, I will. I will note that down. We'll we'll talk a bit more about the system in a bit. So, oh yeah, Kai is just going to look at Zedek with his big, beady, glowy eyes. You know someone in every system. Well, I can't say I know per se, but I I happen to know of people. And Do I've you know anyone too. in Tau Seti One? Do I know anybody in Tau Seti One? Of course I do. I know anybody. Do, do you know, know anyone? In Tau Seti One. Do you know, do you know anyone in Tau Seti Two? I'm going to make a deception check. Because <laughs> <laughs> even, even Hoagie doesn't know if Zedek knows anybody in Tau Seti One or Two. Reed goes up behind uh, Pi and is prepared to thump him on the back of the head if he says, do you know anyone in Tau Seti 3? Do you know anyone in Tau Seti 3? Pi with two guns. With two guns. <laughs> I smack him in the back of the head. Ow! Do you know Come anyone on. in Tau Seti 4? I do! <laughs> I know, I have a good buddy of mine. I, I... Well, Lord, you've been everywhere! Yeah, I I've been everywhere, man. I will I, let you let you go on your way. You have much to research, much to do. Uh, I will be joining with the Primarchs and the Great Crusade fleet, so you will not see me for some time until the fleet itself makes its way into the Fimbria system. I do trust all of you to ensure that the Crusade fleet suffers no problems when it translates into the system she leans in. For if you do that, there will be a great deal of points in it for you. <sighs> Like you brain. know I live for this shit. Good, good, good. Off with you, off with you. Okay, did we get a lot of points? Like infinity plus one points for the other things that we did? We did lots yeah. of stuff. Yeah, there's also the uh, the issue yeah. with the prisoners. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Zedek here prom made a big, big, big old boy promise. Yes, big number. Maybe bigger than the guy we know is a traitor now. What, what promise did Captain Zedek make? Yeah. Yeah, Zedek, um, tell them all about it. Let me throw you under the bus real quick. Oh, thank you. Yeah, sure thank you, Lauren. Are you sure it wasn't Reeb when you were talking about the, the No, pardons? it was you, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, Reeb, what did <laughs> yes, you say? Reeb, Reeb. Them? Yes. Yes. Ms. Van Norn. Yes. I do wish to point out that during the insurrection of <gasps> Drukari pirates that were engaging the station... There was a statement which I had made to the prisoners of the lower decks, indicating that the individual among them who successfully slew the most Jukari in that station would be getting an inquisitorial pardon. Yes, I believe, uh, I believe that has already been, and she pulls up like a, a hololithic display and goes through some data. It appears that has already been sanctioned by an inquisitor who has pardoned several of the staff on board the station and relegated them to new, new taskings as uh, deputy arbitrators. Oh, so it was a tie then. Fancy that. Huh. Uh, it came from, oh, Interesting. It it came from one Inquisitor Lord Melchior. Ah. Melchior. What is he doing presiding over this? Probably keeping an eye on us. I should Reeb. have to inquire with later about that. Reeb, um, 
would, would you like to, you know, since he's on, you know, our good side, would you like to uh, potentially send him a scroll and ask if we can request, you know, several of those folks to join us on the debt collector? I will put in a requisition as soon as I am able, but, you know, bureaucracy. Oh, Please. I understand. <laughs> Please do. I, I promised several of them who helped me out that they would be welcome on the debt collector is true. Yeah. I hope course. the favors were the ones who were pardoned because I would hate to have some people I didn't trust enough to follow my every order to come on board. Yeah, let's offer them a job. At least the ones would be like. If they don't have a job already serving as arbitrators. I mean, a job with us, you know how exciting it is here. Mm, yes, we have much higher casualty ratings than that place. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cut to Tater Tot turning wide-eyed and looking at all of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. You do realize that's a bad thing, yes? What? High mortality, that means you die more frequently. But big I mean, number, good number. I don't die as frequently. You haven't died at all. Right, right, right. Well, with all of that, yeah, please, uh, the, food is, the food is almost done. Please go back to your ship. I trust you. Make sure the Crusade fleet doesn't explode or something. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye. Okay, I, I, I will grab Tater Tot and put it on my shoulders. I, I intentionally <laughs> leave him behind. <laughs> I would not like to leave our boy behind. <laughs> I will like, take Tater Tot and put him on my shoulders. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 like the shuttle ride, like back, um, is, is well. Like, actually, oh, I was oh, hoping yes. to do something on the ship oh, before we left. Jesus, okay. okay. <laughs> you guys wait on the shuttle. I will be like a few minutes. I must check something mysterious. But Brand, there's gonna be barbecue Brand. ready. Yes, I know. Don't worry. I will be right back. Fred, Fred, pick up the I, snacks. We okay. need to stop pile of snacks before we go. I will probably forget goodnight. I'll forget you, fool. All right, I'm I'm fucking worried, but sure. Um, right. So this is like the head of the fleet, right? Well, Most okay. This is this is like a a major ship in the Officio Ambassadorium. This is uh, or uh, Adorius. Um, this is like Catch of Nord's personal personal flagship. It's one of the we'll say one of the like lead ships in the Crusade Ambassadorius. Okay, which means that there's plenty of like, you know, this is where like transmissions and mail between systems between other ships to and go can like be shipped off, right? I mean, astropathic communications, yes. Yeah, what about physical objects? Uh, certainly, sir. Like, are yeah. you, what are you looking for? Like a mail? Like pretty slot? much, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, looking, yeah, abs absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking for something relatively high priority, okay. um, and uh, that won't get a lot of eyes. Okay, what are you specifically looking for? I want to send some transmissions to Lemuria. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely. So, like, you're looking to send, like, just some, like, some written transmissions or something. Some written board. transmissions and maybe some physical evidence. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you kind of, like, go through the, the data. Well, give me a tech check, actually, to see. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, I'll be uh, I'll be pumping uh, two glory into this. Yeah, take yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, take yeah. Bounce. Okay. Oh, yeah, taste the beans. Seven. Yeah. So seven gets you uh, enough information to find that there is a small uh, warp capable lighter that's actually docked here that is set to make uh, several like rounds through several prominent systems. Uh, one of which is Lemuria. So you make your way, knowing that there's sort of a drop off. And as as an ambassador like of the ambassador, so you can go in and. 
make such delivery no problem. Uh, you go to to you go there with your data slates in hand, and as you you do and you go to deliver them, you you hear. Ah, hello, friend. It is I, Rohecta. It is good to see you again. As you see, like, outside of this, uh, this small lighter, there's, like, a gaggle of people. But one that approaches you is, is the, the tech adept, Rohecta. Ah, Rohecta, it is very good to see that you are operational. How are you? Very good. Thank you for asking. I am making my way back to Lemuria after all of these events. I have been formally debriefed here and will now be going back to Lemuria to continue research into my findings. This is very good. Uh, might I ask, is there anything that you might know that might connect all of this to this conspiracy? I hope to find out, and by going to Lemuria, I certainly believe that I can find more information. With the, the data repositories and uh, manufacturum there, I am certain I can better research some of the, the strange Xenos events that have occurred. Mm, yes. Uh, you have ensured that you are not cognitively compromised, I hope. I have made sure that there will be others watching me as well. Uh, one of the tech priest dominus on Lemuria is very interested in hearing what I have to say, and I am very interested in providing that information. I have been invited out there to go work with this tech priest. I cannot say who at this time, uh, but perhaps in the future, you and all of your friends will make a trip to Lemuria. That would be lovely. I very much miss our old Forge world and to show these people our true wondrous depths. Um, but while you are leaving, I would request a favor from you. Of course. I have been accumulating reports in case our uh, retinue is destroyed of what exactly we are working on. I have compiled a record of our every journey and adventure, as well as specifications of our ongoing mission, the details of Defakabi's plots, all of this and more, including evidence of those Xenoforms and their technology. I have assembled all of this in a container, and I would like it to be delivered to Tech, my my former secutor, uh, Tech Priest Pythagoras. Of course, I have heard of Pythagoras, who is quite skilled with the Omniscient Axe, uh, able to accomplish feats uh, unheard of by normal men with an omniscient axe because they clearly cheated and put way too many stat bonuses into their omniscient axe. I know it was very impressive and we know that he is cool but that aside uh, if this could get back to somewhere we could trust uh, my old superior or, or anyone you may trust uh, that would be most important uh, should we die I believe no one but Lemuria would be best suited to unraveling this web of intrigue um, of course I will do so and I, I will make sure my plan is to go to provide a debriefing where I will prov provide these documents and then then friend he sort of leans in plan to take at least some time off to enjoy the Forge Springs. It has been a while since I have relaxed. Well, you have certainly earned it, Rohecta. 
and I am going to hand him this container with um, basically all of my all of the plot summaries, all of my information. You know, of course, all written as uh, you know, tech priest pie, tech priest explorator pie brain, and all that, um, including all of the Xeno weapons, the two splinter rifles that I had accumulated and will be transmitting it to Lemuria. Yeah, he he takes it all reverently and I will make sure this gets to where it needs to go. And again, I make a promise to you and to your allies that one day we will all stand on Lemuria together and find more of what is happening here. But until that day, I am Junior Megos Rohekta signing off. And he uh, turns and, and like, walks away carrying the bundle. And he makes his way towards the ship. And then, as, like, everyone's sort of, like, filing on board, you notice he he pauses and just stops moving. And then with some form of, like, rigidness, he, he turns back to you, his head cocked slightly. Where you go... You will find allies in strange places. You must listen to them, or you will not survive. And then he kind of like shakes his head slightly and then like looks down. Oh, I must be going. Go- goodbye, friend. And turns and walks on. I, uh, goodbye. <laughs> Your pie gets jump scared. Omnisaya preserve us. Well, perhaps that's what he is doing now. And with my resolve redoubled, I am going to skitter back, think about getting the snacks. All right, fine, I'll get the snacks. And then I will come back, like, probably, like, 40 minutes later, leaving everyone (laughs) bored. You're all, like, in the back of the shuttle waiting, and you you just see Tater Tot in the the Dread Knight-esque carriage in the side of the Arvis, just sort of, like, kicking his little feet. And that... That's when I went to the Beef Kings for a bit, and they they were really nice. Uh, it smelled mm-hmm. good there. Um, oh, and then the then the Promethean Huffers oh. came in, and they wanted me to try all sorts of things. But I said, I, I'm not old enough, not me. Hi, right, there good. you are. Now, I'm, hello, I'm, I'm glad you said no, little thing. I've got the snacks. I know I, I am. taught him. I am pie. I have brought pies. You understand there is a pun I am uninformed about, but whatever. You people like it, idiots. Anyway, here you go. I thank you. Thank you. I grabbed like all the chips and like jury and all this other stuff. Ah, here you go, Brad. I think this is yours. And I had him a container. And then it's just like oil bites. (laughs) No, these are his. And uh, with that, the the shuttle takes off and brings you back to the debt collector. At this point, um, you're you're back on the debt collector. What I would like to do at this point um, is get get a sense uh, from from each of you. You're going to be going through the warp uh, as you're doing that. What are all of you planning to do for this journey? You don't know exactly how long it's going to take, but you can guess it's going to be a bit. You're going to have a bit of downtime here. So I just want to go through everyone. We'll start with Lorne as we have some some warp travel. We have some warp travel on the way to the Fimbria system. I think back, it's just, you know, pure psychic meditation. Thinking of my time on Finris, of my village that I used to oversee as shaman, 
you know, watching as all the little Fenrisians would pitter-patter about in the snow and then recalling the days when the enemy, you know, tribe came over and raided it and, and when I blew them all up, but then I saw that was the only one left. I recall in those days and the one person who led that raid. But I don't think of that person anymore. He is a shadow, an emanation, a ghost that I put away long before. And that's what I do on the ship. I think, and I remember Fenris. Uh, sweet, can you give me a psychic mastery test? Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck you. That's like the one test you're good at. Like, the one time I actually ask you to make the psychic mastery test, you're like, well, shit. Like, no, no, I say shit, because then I can complicate and yeah, kill but, us all. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I don't care, it's fine. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready to Let's blow see who up. Goes. Okay, I made a three. It, okay. it just sucks. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, you you spend your time in psychic meditation. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and that is your thing during the journey. Uh, he's thinking about a song while he's meditating, so it's not terribly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain Zedek, what are you? And, and I, I also want to point out, like, if any of you want to research, you know, here's the asterisks from the gym. If any of you want to research or look into anything, like, on where you're going or what you're doing, now is obviously the time. Uh, Lauren is thinking back because, you know, that's Lauren. But if the, the other the others of you want to do any research or anything, now is a, a opportune time for that. But Captain Zedek, what would you like to do? So Captain Zedek will spend the majority of his time, actually, funnily enough that you mentioned that, doing research on the Fimbria system, uh, looking okay. back to the books that he has, any logs in the Nosphere to see if anything that we can find can really give us an advantage going into a, another strange world. However, he will also take into account the experience he had on the loading docks of the Mortis Carcerum and looking back at his clear twist of fate, which prevented him from getting uh, murked in that moment, really think about the impact that his voice may have on others, uh, and more specifically, his humor, and okay. as such will acquire the talent Gallows humor. Ooh, very nice. Mm, very powerful. Okay, okay. So, um... For those of you who are interested, the gallows humor talent lets you take a simple action to make a grim joke whenever you are wounded or suffering from a condition uh, that lets you basically do a fellowship test. And if you succeed, you can uh, recover shock, which is really good. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so are you going to do any research? Like, you've, you've, that's obviously like a character thing. But is there anything specific, like any skill test you want to do as far as researching goes or... Uh, sure. I'll try, I'll try to make a scholar check to see if I can glean either th any history of, like, I suppose, insurgent or Xeno's presences on this planet, um, or just the general okay, social so there, customs. There, there's a few things that are going on here. Um, you can, like, if you're going to do a scholar, there's, like, you can do a scholar on the system, which will give you some generic stuff. You can do a scholar check on the planets in the system individually. I'll let you kind of focus on one of those, if you'd like. So, uh, at, at a basic level, and all of you would know this just from, like, pulling up your data slates and getting some, like, information. I'm sure Ransom provides this to you. But the Fimbria system has uh, five planetoids in it. Uh, Fimbria one through five. Uh, if you want to know more about any of those, 
that would be like a specific. If you want generic information on all of them, then that would just be like a scholar check as you are doing generic on the whole system. So what would you like to focus on, Captain Zedek? Oh, and, and you would know that Fimbria 1 is also known as Fimbria Majoris. That's the, the hive world. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Fimbria. I'll just do a specific scholar check on Fimbria Majoris. See what I, what I can glean. What's their society like? What's who's who's fighting down there? Who's the problem? Yeah, yeah. Give me a uh, give me give me a scholar check, and we'll see how this one goes. Absolutely, scholar check coming right up. Cool. It's gonna be a two with a complication. Two complication. All right. Yeah, you All know right. what? Actually, can I? Can I wrap this? You can absolutely. It won't. It won't change the complication. Oh we'll no, I don't expect to. Please. Yeah. Oh please, please, oh God above! Wait, let my, let my pants split again while reading. Would you want to wrap it, or would you want to uh, add three glory to it? Because you'd actually get more dice from adding or three glory to it. It's up to you. If you're, if you would like me to use, the I mean, it's glory, also, I'm I mean, happy to. I'm, I'm fine with the glory thing, but it's also up to me if you want to spend a wrath or a glory. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If, if you're comfortable with me spending the glory, I'm happy to spend the glory. Instead. Yeah, I don't care. Go yeah, for it. Right, let's toss three three d six at that, and, and oh, nothing gosh. happened. <laughs> Starting off strong. Would you Would you right. like to spend the wrath? <laughs> sure. You know what? Uh, let's do it. I want to. I want to know. Can you show me DM? I want to know about these strangers on this planet. Jesus and God. nothing oh, still happens. Wait, you it's get to not... reroll the three dice too because I'm generous. Oh, uh, let's go. Lord. Let's go. Fuck this up too, man. Only one more. One more. <laughs> yeah. This is clearly fate. This is fate. Jeez. So your total is three with a complication. Um, I'm anything if not consistent. I'm I'm going to put in the complication oh, yeah. now, which is I'm going, I'm going to give you some yes yes Zorin. No no I'm saying as you go through, I wanted to recap for people. This is on yeah. So this fucker, roll the two. After one two three four five die, one of them the wrath, so he complicates, then gets glory and fails all three of them, then rats and fails all of them, but one so it gets a three total. I love you, Hulkie. You're one of my favorites. I do my best, Soren. And I'm waiting for me to do worse so you could just shit on me. <laughs> so it's coming. <laughs> Karma's roll. <laughs> no, I can't afford to have you do worse because if you do worse on like a psychic mastery, I'm turning into a chaos spawn. I'm counting on it. All right, I'm using <laughs> I'm I'm using a complication here uh, that's more more like something I'm putting in because it it fits really well and it's 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 kind of some some foreshadowing of things. Um, so Zedek, you for once are just gung ho on doing some research. You've you've you know set the you've set the mood lighting in your room. You've got some kind of low ambient music playing. You've pulled out the ancient tome on the Fimbria system. You are you are going to start reading, and that's when like when you open the, the old familial books on Fimbria, there's there's something that's wedged in the the sort of like opening of the Fimbria system book. And that's when you see just a very simple note left by some some progenitor. You're not sure if it was your father, if it was someone like further down in 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 your your lineage, but it simply reads that 
Lecoq goes here. And as you read that, you remember your family's great rivals, the Lecoq dynasty. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> okay, Thurston. Lecoq. <laughs> this you is this is what you have done to me. You have done this to me. How could you? How could you betray me like this? <laughs> Whose idea what? was it? Who do I Your, care? It's your fault. It's, it's not my fault. fault. Is it Thurston's or no is comment. it Alpha's? The dread. No comment. No, no you no. tell me. No. <laughs> no, I mean, either way, either I, I said it and Alpha approved it, or Alpha said it and I approved it. So really, I'll, it's I'll, both of us. Oh, nice. We, we got really 40 bucks for that. Good work, everyone. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, the Lecoq dynasty is a proud group of rogue traders who uh, trawled many of these starways and in fact like th there's just this continual family line of of every time that your your family zedek was going to like make some big score or like really like establish trade relations farther out from the imperium the Lecoq dynasty got there first. And whilst you have now been relegated to like one ship and that is all that's left of your dynasty, it's known that the Lecoq dynasty has several ships and in fact, several families that now execute their warrants of trade. Upon reading this, Zedek's eye will twitch fervently, knowing the ramifications of an encounter with the Lecoq dynasty. And at that, he will go down to the bridge. He has decided that research is done for the day. He can't handle this. <laughs> and he, he needs to talk with somebody regarding the cake policy. Can I Can I also just say <laughs> that, like, Zedek reading literally the first, like, like, thing that drops out of a book and then stopping studying and leaving is the most Zedek thing of this episode. <laughs> like I said, if I'm anything, it's consistent. And then, yeah, you, you, you stand up, go to the bridge, and I don't know, your pants split on the way. Um, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Just can't have an episode without it. Gotta, gotta, gotta toss that in there. All right, Reeb, what are you doing with your uh, with your downtime here as, as, as the ship is making its way towards the Fimbria system? Um, well, I would say that Reeb is definitely spending most of his time getting information out of our Dark Eldar. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. What information are you trying to get from from this Xenos that you are now keeping in in your your chamber of, of acquisitions? Uh, yes, the hither, the the definitely not named Xenos that you definitely don't know the name of, who has definitely not been inflicted upon What's you. Name like in Shh, shut your balls. <laughs> oh. Uh, the... Well, primarily, because we don't have the primary uh, Xenos, the, the creepy lady, you know, the one who was very sadistic and evil, you know, Dark Eldar shit, uh, we don't have her around. So I'm basically just going to be getting information out of this Xenos, and I'm going to be like, hey, what's the deal with uh, Defuckerby? Because clearly it's, it, it's very happenstance that you guys would show up to do almost a cover-up on, on this regard. So he's going to be, you know... Doing that, but not in a tortury way. He's going to do it in his very reeb way at what first. Kind, what, what, what kind of skill would you like to use for this diplomatic uh, overture? Uh, 
Well, I mean, it basically, what would, what would you assume? It would be a persuasion, obviously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That sounds fine. Give you a persuasion check. It's a seven. Ooh, very nice. At first, I would like to point out. At first, if the, if things don't, if things start to not go well, he will, of course, be like, "Ah, good." And, and, and I want to set the stage here. He's not like sitting down at like a, like a like a hard-boiled detective. There's like a metal table in the same area where the the Eldar is being held, and there's two chairs, and there's a tea set. And he has instructed the Eldar very carefully to be very careful with this tea set as he got it from his supervising Inquisitor, uh, Inquisitor Harlan, back home. So if this one, if this Xenos fucks with it, there will be consequences. Very, very dire consequences. And he makes that very apparent. That's what I'm, what I'm saying is don't fucking wreck it. Don't, don't wreck it, Thurston. It's very important. Gosh, okay, um... Uh, like part of part of it is I, I i have yet to truly decide on what voice is appropriate for this specific xenos um so you know what you need to do what do i need to do you know you've listened you know what she sounds like. You know what, Speaker? <laughs> You're absolutely right. I thank, like you, thank you for illuminating me on what must be done with this voice. Sign language it is. Yo-ho, I think your tea set be mighty fine. I'm quitting time. this series. We're done. I need to go. Bye, guys. Bye, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 so how long do you plan on keeping oh, me no. here for? <laughs> the answer, Xenos, is until you manage to furnish with me enough information that I am satisfied. If you provide me enough information, I promise not to vivisect you. Sound fair? Yo-ho, you know, back home, we really do like a vivisection. Sometimes we be cutting up things for days after they fall in the arenas. One day, I'm sure you'll end up in the arena and we'll cut you up too, yo! If you keep up this line of antagonistic behavior, you won't live to see it. Now, please, if you don't mind. Uh, Thurston? Yes. A spend a wrath. Can she not talk like that? Hey, can I like spend my tactical advantage to make this one shot character who's probably going to die anyway not sound like a pirate? <laughs> I would totally do that. I'd make her sound like Miku, damn you. You think Thursday can do Miku? Yeah. Miku. Yeah. Who are you speaking to? The die. I would also like to spend a wrath so that he sounds, or sorry, a Hatsune Ariel sounds specifically like Papyrus. 
I'm good. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, all right. So you're, the information that you you receive is very clear that this this particular Xenos uh, is unaware of anyone named Slayer Burgo de Fuckerby, and that they simply tagged along on what they were promised was going to be a raid on a Monkey installation, so they could bring playthings back to the dark city of Kamara. Mm. Can I can I coax out of this? Uh, shitty elf, the, um, were they told any tips? Like, w did someone tip them off? Or was this planned from the beginning? Oh no, we planned to go right in there. We planned to, to take all of the monkey hostages and bring them back. But then your big ship, it, it got us. And I guess they had to abandon us on the station. They did. Ah. Oh. Well, it's a damn shame you're useless to me, then. I, I, I like I, this tea set. It's, it's mighty fine. It is, isn't it? I'll take my teacup back now, thank you. Excellent. Uh, all right, so with that, we will cut to... Uh, let's 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 go to Pie Brain now. What's Pie Brain doing with, uh, with Pie Brain's downtime? Mm, Pie Brain is there with Tater Tot and Belba in a dark room hidden from sight he has counter he has uh, authorized belba certain budget privileges that allow her insane conspiracy boards to now basically take up at least three rooms on the ship uh, and is now walking around this insanity network with Tater Tot nearby and explaining his reasoning uh, for like, we must, yes, the conspiracies are beginning to mount, Belba. You were correct in your original insinuations. Now we know that that's right. The Primarchs aren't real. Mm, more than that, if they are real, what happens if if they exist in another timeline where there are other stupid things happening? It's says, dumb. Listen, Tata Tart, I have yes. brought you here to begin your training. It is important for a tech adept. The first thing they must learn is how to sort bad. Thing from good thing. Oh, look, I drew a Geraldine. He holds ah. up a crayon drawing of a Geraldine. Can, well, can oh, I ask a question? That's very delightful. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for interrupting, but can I ask a question? Yes. Sure. Is Pi next to a window? I, I mean, I mean, probably. I mean, for comedic sake, possibly. I, I, I leave it up to, I leave it to speaker. Are you next to a window? <laughs> I'm next yes. to a window. Yes. Thank you. Uh, you see, you see a dark Eldar floating outside. <laughs> Thank you. Drifting off into the Just distance. Into the distance. Thank you. Thank you, Reed. That is the end of my segment. <laughs> I'm on strike. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay, speaker. We'll wrap them back later. Jesus Christ, you that's not how this works. One wrath, webway gate opens, returns to Kamarog. <laughs> Mark it I'm down. Gonna, I'm going to fling you over my shoulder like a caber. Mark it <laughs> down. 
I can Listen, speaker, I, uh, ahead, I'm familiar ahead. with this kind of mechanic. In fact, it's the only mechanic I'm familiar with in every RPG. If I want to go to the moon and turn off the moon, I just got to make sure I'm lucky enough to do it. So it's, you know what? <laughs> yeah. That's how I roll strain to lift the moon over my shoulders. You take the moon and you take my son. The, oh, the worst part in all of this is that, like, for anyone who knows, Dark Eldar can be functionally immortal because homunculi can just grow them back. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, no. yeah, speaker, I'm just, I'm just doing you a favor and excising this character for, for now. now. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so heartbroken. I wanted, I had so many jokes. I have a tab up that is just Hatsune Miku songs, and I was going to interrogate her, and I was going to be like, "You think the world is yours?" Well, let me tell you. You're, you're, if you don't shape up, you're going to be a rolling girl outside of this airlock. There's some kill him. I don't understand what it means. <laughs> you must be talking <laughs> in code. Exactly. It was going to be so funny. Are you having a stroke speaker? It was going to yeah, be really funny to 15 people. <laughs> we got we to gotta commit him to like an old folks home now. I know. I'm we missed that chance on Rock. Rock. I know. Oh, speaker, she'll be back. But the simple fact is, is she's she's got nothing for us right now. We'll we'll find out later if she's got anything Whoop. more important when she inevitably fucking returns. Can I Forward. can I also say that? like i i love doing the all right like this is the point where you can do like all this this in-depth research and this is what we got i love this fucking we didn't do shit (laughs) i mean we tried and then zedek tried and failed and then lauren was like i don't know fenris stuff and then pie brain is like xenos xenos you don't have to to fail I I, what I try to do is that I'm trying my very best not to be the fucker like, let's do all this shit, everybody. I'm, like, Let me, I'm just going to sit down, let the crew do their shit so they can have a moment. And you all fucked it. Leave me alone. <laughs> God. All right. Fuck it. I don't care. I don't even care. I roll an attack check. What's the gun? What? Where are you even attacking? Oh, attack 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 don't fenestrate the window. I'm going out the window. I'm going to save her. No. What am I actually doing? <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. We have, we have, season two, everyone. Welcome, welcome back to season wait, two. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I come up the... Wait, there's a moment where you know Pie Brain is right by the window, and and I, and I assume the Dark Eldar is like kind of close Exploding. to the window, so you get like the dramatic like you yeah. know cartwheel rotation yeah. thing. Absolutely. I come up to him and I put a, put and Lauren puts a hand on his shoulder because he just came to visit Tater Tot, and he's like, Ah, yes, I, I see you were very interested in interrogating the Dark Eldar, correct? Yes, I was very excited to talk to that interesting character. You want to know something, Hybrid? Yes, I want to know it. I can get I can get that one back if you know. I just need a little bit of your help. I'm, I hate you. Do you need my credit card <laughs> number again? I need you to get me a spacesuit. I look out the window. I see Hatsune Minerio floating out into the void. Now the bit has gone on too long. <laughs> it's just the like horrified face of the dark Eldar. Uh, very well to, then. We will I... just have to get a different. Maybe she'll oh. be back later or something. Okay. I, don't... I will oh, see it. Then I look at the floating body and I cast Crush. 
<laughs> you, you turn Hatsumanariel's dead, lifeless body that's floating. I'll, I'll assume for this particular portion, you are not in the warp. Um, floating out in space and crush it into a cube. The dark Eldar have 15 minutes to move their cube. <laughs> and I cast Crush for no complication. <laughs> Congratulations, you succeeded. I've killed Hatsumanariel for the second time. <laughs> She has to be back. It's too funny. <laughs> I, was, I was legit gonna cast, like, levitation and shit and fly out and grab the fucking Eldar. That would have right. been grab you fucking, like, last Doran, Jedi in this Doran, campaign. You Doran, Doran, you're going to fly out of the ship in a space yeah. to collect a corpse that was exposed to explosive decompression. What yep. am I gonna do with that? You guys don't have Medicaid. Well, uh, <laughs> the thing is, not only would it multiply like a cancer over this session, <laughs> we haven't actually gotten to the mission yet, but <laughs> it would also result in us doing this whole thing to get Hatsune and Ariel back, and then Reeb would just throw her out the airlock again. <laughs> it's the Hatsune and Ariel episode. <laughs> Play with a fucking corpse. <laughs> yeah, listen. Reeb is Bernie's ever. Right, Reeb is at the airlock window watching Lauren come back in dragging this potentially ruptured dead Eldar. He's like, what are you doing? I'm bringing back, I'm bringing back the Eldar! I press the button and vent them both out into space. No! <laughs> nah. Alright, and on this note, we're moving as, on. As, as, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And on uh, this note, um, actually what we'll do is we'll take, we'll take our, our break here. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck, I've aged And then we'll six come years. back. Yeah. Erndale, if that floating corpse comes back to hurt us on this ship in some way, know that I will hold you responsible. Thurston, Thurston's probably going to make us hit it in the windscreen or something. I don't give a fuck. It's going to jam the engines. We got, we got windshield wipers. It's fine. <laughs> All right, man, guys. We will be right back. Thank you so much for watching Warhams. We'll be right back. So Bacon you look upwards. You look upwards and see this very tall person in front of you, and she looks down at you and says, Well, Ethan Winters, it appears I have your Domino's pizza right here. Now, you could pay me in that $14.99 plus tax and change, or perhaps you could help me out otherwise. What do you do? <laughs> I, you know I, that? I really want a Domino's pizza now. Fuck. But the, the problem is, is that you didn't specify if it was the correct order because the thing is around here, Domino's gets orders wrong frequently. Yeah. Uh, this is not a, a, an advertisement, I want to point out, or, nor me shitting on them. The one around here just sucks. Well, that's well, you really know, on the That's because you don't have tall vampire right. later. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. If that happened. I would probably prefer her not deliver the pizzas. Her titties would probably knock it over. Uh, what? Look, what? Look, the Nosferatina has no power over the actual pizza's toppings. It's on the PCs to see if the toppings are right. If they are wrong, you have the option to engage in combat now. All I'm, right. not I'm not trying to railroad you or anything. Hokey, yeah, I'll, I'll engage in your prompt where these cowards will not. You know what I would do? Okay. We're, ro we're role playing. You're big. You're big. You're big lady D, the Resident Evil 8 tall lady. What do you do? Come up to me. Come up. Come on. You're knocking on my door. Open the door. Hello, Ethan Winters. I have a pizza here for you. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Speaker! What? My account was suspended for 12 hours because of a, a nasty thing I said about you on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, shit! 
I retweeted that. No. You're all gonna get suspended. How the fuck did you get suspended? Is there like a bot or something? No, I think some. I think some dipshit reported it. What an asshole! Reported it and got me suspended. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Alright, Dave is cancelled. Go home. Oh my god. Alright, for context to the viewers, after Hudson and Ariel was tragically passed tragically passed away, um, I made a I made a shitty paint meme about it, posted it on my Twitter, Erndil made a joking insult response, and now he is banished to the Shadow Realm <laughs> for twelve hours. My <laughs> uh, you know account features. Well in this state, you can still browse Twitter. Your account will be restored to full functionality in twelve hours. You can start your countdown and continue to Twitter once you remove tweets that violate our rules. Go fuck yourself. My headcanon for this is that someone at Twitter has been watching this show and really fucking likes that in the And uh, I fucking hate you, Twitter person. Yeah. That's, that's I, lightning better than this stupid yeah. bit I was going to do. That, that was incredibly funny. No one report anyone else ever on Twitter. If do, that. <laughs> do not do that again. But it was really funny. Yeah, the first time's funny. Once some fucking asshole's like, oh man, I'm going to do it again to make it more of a funny moment. Now you're just an annoying prick. So don't let's yep. not do that. Please, All right, so. So welcome we're, back, everyone. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are currently doing what, Thurston? So after your um, after your several weeks in the warp and engagement in various forms of deep research that don't really amount to much beyond spacing a dark Eldar and um, creating conspiracy boards and thinking of Fenris and drinking, the deck collector emerges from the warp at the edge of the Fimbria system. You begin making your way towards Fimbria 1, closest to its singular sun. As you do so, you pass through the various uh, like planets, or, or they come into Auspex range. I'm just going to give a bit of a, of a background. At first, you, you, you pass by the wide orbit of Fimbria 5, a dead ice world. You then catch on your Auspex scanners, and in fact, come close enough to, to see it with the naked eye, Fimbria 4, an immense ringed gas giant surrounded by 24 distinct moons. You then see Fimbria 3, an ice world that is almost two times the size of Terra. It is a like completely frozen white orb. You then see Fimbria 2, a rocky world, uh, roughly a sixth the size of Terra, and then pass it to reach Fimbria Majoris, a, a glowing jewel of a planet ringed with a, a single light ring that is barely visible in some light spectrums a, a world about 25% larger than uh, than Terra itself so 1.25 uh, a massive hive world a depot for imperial operations all throughout the region several low level orbital platforms that at the moment are, are clouded with with ships and vessels of smaller scale mostly frigates and some some lighter cruiser style vessels three moons hang above this world and you find yourself coming towards the planet you're all on the bridge making your approach. Captain Zedek, you are in the command throne and you hear uh, from Lieutenant Ransom, Sir, we are 
in orbit over Fimbrium Joris. We are ready to communicate via Voxcast to any organization you wish. Please give us your orders, sir. Absolutely. Lieutenant Ransom, please put us through to the planetary governor. I believe they'll be expecting us. Sir, I'm patching us through now, Vox. Then you see the, the Vox operator. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Um, all right, sure. I, I have a Vox cast open. Would you like it private or on the speaker? Uh, what's... <laughs> Captain Zenik's confident today. We'll do speaker mode. Yeah. You're good to go, sir. Good day. This is Captain Zedek of the Deck Collector on behalf of the Ambicio at Ambassadorum, or Officio. Nevertheless, uh, we are hailing you this day because we are planning on boarding your planet and conducting some fine business to do some super duper imperial ambassadorial things. Please respond if you have access to this channel. Sorry, I've just been enjoying Arendil typing up all of your words so far with his novel. <laughs> Every time you would talk, I would hear you fiercely type. I'm like, he's got to write this shit. I've been trying to say something. In, I've been trying to keep it quiet, but I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely a little steamed. Well, fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, just, just turn your thing down as you type. But I'm sorry, Zedek, I, I interrupted you. I apologize. No, you essentially finished what I was going to Well, I, I finished what I was going to say. I'm waiting for any sort of response. So I'm not okay, sure sorry. if I'm staring at a black screen. There, right there's now. a there's a clack on the Vox. There, there's no no uh, visual communication, but you hear this 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 response. Greetings. This is Planetary Governor Jeremy Zelensky. You may come down to the surface to meet me. I am providing you the coordinates now. Thank you kindly, Governor Zelensk. We don't will. be late. I don't like late people. Also, make sure you are dressed to appropriate attire. Also, make sure that you clean your hands in the receptacle before entering my office. Thank you. Goodbye. Click. Ah, a professional. <laughs> I, I instruct the Vox operator to kill the feed. This is going to be one of those fun missions where we kill the planetary governor. <laughs> or kidnap him. Uh, well, we wouldn't go that far. After the, uh, for the feed dies down, I turn back to the party. Well, lads, I have a, I have thrilling news for you if you hadn't heard already. Oh, hello, Tadosetic. We're going to take another trip to my quarters to enter the closetoir. That what? Not again. We have to be fancy because this governor um. is a professional. Well, I always, but and so so does Reed. But by hell! All right, fine. I'll get the parrot. No, don't don't bring the parrot. I don't think they're as stupid as those people. No. I hope not. And do I help us if they are. Do I have to dress up? I am a tech priest. I would like to do a perception check on Pi to see if he's covered in viscera as he normally would be. <laughs> Give me some awareness. Yeah, totally. Sure. Here's an awareness test coming up. I'm blissfully unaware. Unless uh, yeah, it's who he, helps. He looks red. That's, that's <laughs> tech priesty. I'm always yeah, good red. Good job. Good job. 
<laughs> I will have to get you something slightly nicer than your robes. But or at least is... something to cover it. Um, uh, hey, I have a question, Thorsten. Yes? Um, what do tech priests usually wear in these formal events? The same thing they always wear. Oh, okay, I'm fine. They don't, don't, really, worry about ca- it. They don't really care about pomp and circumstance for the most part. Yeah, I should be, like, good to go. Okay, just make sure you don't have any bits of people or rats or whatever you're doing in the lower decks. I just washed these robes. The blood is all on my hands. There is a lot of blood on your hands, Pi. But good, I'm like, glad you washed your robes. It's like that. dripping. <laughs> <laughs> just the bottom of the robe. is like, doop. Did, did Pi spend some money on some upgrades to like have little mechadendrites squeegee out all of his clothing onto his hands? I I wish I did, but sadly Pi is like lives in a fucking box somewhere. He ain't yeah. he ain't got no money. No money. Alright, um so so are you taking everyone to to your office to meet with the closeter? Yes. I will not let this horrible horrible construct die. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, so, so all of you head to Captain Zedek's uh, personal chambers where he opens the, the closet and the closet itself is comprised of the Clositor. Great eggs. Clositor, please process request, clothe my friends. Processing, processing, processing. Subcommand dress to the nine. Processing, processing. Process ah, of maintenance tech. I'm gonna really quickly roll tech to make this go by quicker. Yep. Seven successes with percussive maintenance. Ancient, <laughs> ancient Lemurian right. <laughs> Bong! Alright. Who will be first? And like this is basically just a, a dresser that has a head on top of it and then arms coming out of the sides and it's like some legs at the bottom. Um but but the arms sort of reach out. Who will be first? GM, I would like to make a uh, narrative oh, no. declaration. Please mark yes. me down a wrap. Okay. It is not just mark. a armoire with arms and legs, it is a full walk in closet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Slightly ambulatory. Absolutely. Like, there's just this ominous, like, it's like it's like a bag of holding in common RPGs. It just opens to this space of pure blackness. It has what we need inside. <sighs> Who will be first? Yes, I'll go. Lauren just walks in going, you hit me, baby. And I extend a T-pose and I ready. I just let it do whatever it needs. How does it clothe me, fellow version? Uh, yeah, okay. So, so you make your way uh, into into the cluster. Uh, as you do so, um, could you give me a conviction test, please? Oh, <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that function. You forgot? <laughs> Have you not noticed? I, I only wear one outfit ever. I have to use dark mode for roll 20 and all my dark mode thing like overlay things will make it super dark <laughs> about Advanced it darkness. about it okay I believe I got a one I'm gonna spend a wrath <laughs> yeah okay that seems fine <laughs> 
And I got a five. Then. Nah, I don't want to spend the glory on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you see, you see, just unknowable and unthinkable things inside of the closeter. <laughs> when you exit, you are you are bedecked in glorious, fine Fenrisian robes. Everything you have is clean. Even your like sort of body glove underneath has been, or your flack has been cleaned up underneath as you exit. I come out just horrified, just shaking. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. And I just, just exit out. I'm like, next. Who will be go. next? I will go. And I'm going to jump in. Okay, give me a conviction test. Sure. <laughs> I'm specifically jumping in. Yeah, <laughs> slam shut behind you as yeah, closet. Having I, I, some kind of awful chaos artifact as your closet is again the most setting thing. One it's success. Not chaos. It's just archaeotech. Just because we don't understand it doesn't mean it's heresy. Um, are you happy with one? Do I need more? Uh, um, we'll uh, we'll roll three more glory. Okay. <laughs> because you scared fair. me. That seems fair. And fail all of them. Fail all of them. Uh, will Wrath, because I actually don't want to get a corruption point now that I'm realizing exactly sure. why you wanted me to roll all of it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't want to get a corruption point for this shit post. Sure. All right, two successes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, that, no, three, three successes. Yeah. You, you also, you also come out of the closeter, <laughs> like having seen things, but there's no longer blood on your robes, just your regular red, and everything else has been like polished to a perfect sheen. The sort of like chrome armor glistens. Even the blue highlights on your armor look like they have been polished. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even behind my robe, even behind my hood, my face is. <laughs> anyway, who's next? The only one left, Reeb. <laughs> the ominous dark chasm lies before you, Reeb. All right, resolving, right? Yeah, yeah, conviction, conviction. Conviction. Oh, crap, where is that? <laughs> can I make a, a side action? I hate to interrupt, but can I, oh, can I press the button on the side that turns on the lights? What? <laughs> I feel like I would have forgot. Zedek would have forgot about the light function. <laughs> I've just been going into this horrible dark closet. There's a light? <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you, Zedek. There's give me, a give me the conviction test for the closet. The closet of horror. Deep inside the closet. Hey, so, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be an ass. I'm gonna take the three glory and I'm gonna put that in my conviction. <laughs> Fuck oh yeah. my god! I like using all of your resources to go into uh, a closet. Oh. Ah, yes, a complication. Excellent. Did you want me to make a tech check? You said? I got I got three for conviction. Okay. Um, let's see here. Oh, Pryor, you did reroll, right? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Is that I oh. also failed the tech check and also um, unless a three passes, it's still complicated. Is that two complications? Yes, it yes. is. Oh, uh, which means I have to check something. It means you have. To oh. Die. Oh, okay. I like this. This is good. This is good. This this is also going to involve Lorne. Shit. Excellent. Um, Lorne, as uh, this is going to be, I'm going to do Zedek's complication first because it'll make more sense. Um, Lorne, can you give me just a psychic mastery check? This is opposing Zedek's defense. Uh, sure thing, boss. Thank you. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, I got a four. Does that match your defense, Zedek? Uh, it passes it by two. Okay, perfect. Uh, so this is called uh, Whoops, Chaos Happened by Lord Commander Krieger. Thanks for this one. Uh, oh. Lorne casts the Infernal Gaze, Chaos Psychic Power, on their closest ally, who in this case will, <laughs> will be Captain <laughs> Zedek, who he's yelling at. Um, so you fail. Um, you temporarily lose one intellect point and uh, give me a willpower test. This is going to be a, one hell of an Okay. Where's my phone? The target oh, no. must su- make a successful difficulty seven willpower test or, oh. or suffer intense personal hallucinations. <laughs> Don't oh. worry. I've got this chat. I've got this. Looks like two boys and we just spent all that glory. <laughs> you did. <laughs> At which point the target Im- um, the target immediately the solution. Okay. Well, there's like one glory now, but still. Yeah, yeah, this is this is beautiful. Okay, so these are going to take the form of your father's attic, uh, these hallucinations. So as, like, Lorne is yelling at you and, like, activating some kind of psychic power, you you are suddenly reminded of brief bits of your father yelling at you. And the you will never amount to anything, you understand me? Every single moment of your entire life has been a failure, Zedek! You will never own your own ship. You are the runt of our family. You are the constant disappointment. The Lecoqs have ruined everything because it's your fault, Zedek. GM? Yes? Because of these hallucinations, do I see my father in the place of Lorne? Absolutely. With no expression, Zedek will level his arc pistol at Lorne. Oh, you're gonna shoot at me, baby man? Little baby man? Let us shoot a little baby uh, gun at his wait, father? Wait, wait, wait. We, still, we still have to finish the first complication. I also, I like, we aren't even under the second one. I, can, can you also roll me, because Infernal Gaze also causes you to take a perils test, so can you roll me uh, 2d6, please? Sure can. It's not for you, Lorne. This is, this, this perils affects Zedek. Uh, I got oh. a 42. Okay, 42. Oh, gosh. Uh, Banshee scream. So at this point, Zedek Perfect. is going to let out a mighty roar akin to a sonic boom um, that any lesser animal forms, insects, rodents, avians, within 25 meters are instantly killed. All the rest of you uh, need to give me a, a toughness test. What the fuck? What yeah. the fuck is happening? We were trying to get into a closet. It's true. I got I got a one. Okay, good. Yeah, we did get a game of glory from that. So good job, folks. Um yeah, so all uh and so you those of you who two. got a uh yeah, okay. So those of you who got three or under, you were temporarily staggered as like blood starts like rolling down your, your cheeks. You you all take one point of shock if you fail. If you got three or over, you're fine. Um however, Zedek, as you, you shout out this scream at your, your father and raise your pistol, suddenly the image fades and you realize the pistol you were pointing at your father is not being pointed at your father, it's being pointed at Lorne. Ah! In seeing this, Zedek will kind of come back to Earth and just drop his pistol, just trying to come to grips with what just happened. 
Okay. Um, and, and as all of this happens, Reeb, you emerge from the Closeter. Uh, though though you don't suffer any corruption for your, your, your encounter inside this eldritch abomination, the complication that you have would have, like, essentially meant because how corrupt complications work in corruption had you failed that test had you rolled one less uh, success you would have taken double corruption that was so, like the corrupting force inside that closet oh so it was potentially so it's not technically a complication because i passed because yeah. it's dealing with the corruption aspect so that would have been bad thanks Zedek. <laughs> but you come out with like a sheen of sweat on your face despite your clothes and everything else being immaculate nah, we need to get rid of this thing I, I pick up Zedek's gun thank and, you for and... your time and he closes up and goes back into the closet that shuts by ominously of course <laughs> I, I, I pick up my gun and I and I pass over to Zedek and, and Lauren Basically goes, I, I'm I'm sorry, Zedek, for yelling at you. Like I, I know you've just been trying to help and it's been super stressful for this entire mission. Zedek will kinda of look at Lauren, still in shock, with his mouth agape, take the gun back and just say thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, sorry. Let's let's go down to the landing bay. No problem. We need, we need to get rid of that thing post haste because if an order Malleus Inquisitor comes on board this ship for whatever reason, you, Captain, are screwed. Wait, is that thing demonic? I thought it was just weird archaeotech. By the way, if that is weird archaeotech, then I should probably own it instead of you. Neither of you will own it. Neither of you. I Maybe don't. I don't think it's demonic. I'll. Here's an odd twist of fate. Captain Zedek will go to the comms unit on the wall and page through to Gamu and request a debugging team to come see what's wrong with his archaeotech closet. No, but I could do it for Lemuria. Are you certain, Captain? Last time I dispatched some of my debuggers to investigate your closet, they did not return. Send the really... Send the really tough ones this time. All right. We'll I would also like to say planet. for anyone who is for anyone who is running uh, tribes of the deck collector Warhammer games. I now want one game that is set solely inside the, the dead space in the closet. I hate no terrain. No, <laughs> no terrain, just black. Just, just black dark. Look, just, just use your imagination. It's <laughs> really like completely benign. It's like a clothing factory, or it's like that one place at the end of the first major story in Path of Exile. It's all flesh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, excellent. I forgot what it was called, but it's like that. Maybe. Uh, there's there's a few different. I think Belly of the Beast is. I haven't yes, played a lot Belly of Path of Exile. Anyways, um, yeah, so you, you, you carry on away, uh, leaving leaving handling of the closeter to something else and make your way to the Arvis Lighter, which is, which is ready for you to take off. Uh, there is a servitor in the front that sort of looks back as you enter with its dead eyes. Uh, since we now name our pa Patreon servitors at the beginning of the session, this one just looks at you and has no name. Greetings. How it well. do? What's up, bro? Shall we depart, Captain Zedek? We shall depart post-haste. What is your designation, Servitor Unit? I you just am, do another name, it's fine. I am designation loading. 
Loading. Loading. Loading. No, I bonk him on top of the head of the stab. Work. Apologies, my designation is Jibaz eighty nine. But finally, things are starting to make sense around here. Let us go to the terrible planet now. Yes, let us go, everyone. Understood. And, like, the, the shuttle begins to take off. It, it exits through the envelope and makes its way down to the surface. As it approaches the planet, you can finally see the, the sort of ring around it that is mostly obfuscated as you're traveling, but, but you... You can finally see it, this thin, like, particulate of matter. It looks like um, tiny ice crystals that have sort of formed a singular ring around the planet. You make your way further down, entering into the atmosphere, which you see these lights that are visible from various hive cities and sort of sprawling metropoli. And then as you pass through the clouds, you, you feel this shake in the shuttle. And then you pass under the clouds and realize that it is just raining. It is a constant just stream of drizzle coming down as you make your way towards the upper hive spires of of the of Fimbria Majoris. And you see this this lush, sort of golden looking cityscape that is risen above the mid and under hives that looks like the tops of great basilicas. And there are dozens of ships and the moon is visible in the distance. And Yet it is still just this constant downpour of rain as you approach. Mm, what a dreary little planet this is. Yeah, although it could be worse. It could be filled with flying vegetables or poison. Captain, oxygen. please, please, shush. <laughs> just this once. Please let it just be dreary. Okay. <gasps> I want this place to be normal. Please. <laughs> there is no normalcy in the galaxy of horrors we live in. The the Arvis lands on sort of a jutting dock that comes out of the side of one of the buildings. It appears to be an executive dock based that it goes into the side of some kind of managerial complex at the upper, upper level of the hive. Uh, waiting at attention are two soldiers bedecked in carapace armor, uh, both of which are carrying on to what appear to be uh, finely maintained las weaponry. The, the back door of the Arvis opens. You can all now hear the sound of the rain pattering outside, and you see that there's a slight wind in the air as the guards stand at, at a firm attention with their weapons raised, uh, not pointing, but just raised at their chests as you, you exit the vessel. As the back door begins to lower, uh, Zedek would like to have a moment of realization. Oh, wait! And rush over to the back door as it's coming down rather slowly. Mm -hmm. And fiddle around looking to see if he has some hollow umbrellas that he can give to his party members. I, I literally bought these for a rainy day. We've never had a chance to use these. I hope these work. <laughs> it will try and pass them out. Very fancy. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt because chat. I, I now want our tagline for the show to be only the laughter of thirsting closets. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> good, good chat. Good. I'll make that the episode name. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Can I, uh, can I make a check of some kind to find some hollow umbrellas? 
Um, so you're you're like wanting to use a check that would represent you have being prepared enough to purchase these. Correct. Give they're me an, like, they're, give they're me an literally umbrellas. Check. They're just like a give, low. Grade. Give me an influence check. Sure. Difficulty two. Difficulty two. I yeah, have a pretty high yeah. influence stat. Don't. Don't. don't I got a don't. five, bitch. Yeah. Not only not only do you have fucking like umbrellas in here, they are fine parasol quality umbrellas. They're digi umbrellas. Yeah. You you have enough for everyone too, because you can shift that exalt. It is it is immaculate here, is what it is. Absolutely. Here, here, just I Zedek hands them out to each one of the party members. You take your pick. They're either the ones like the the stupid umbrella hats that you can get, or they're actual like parasols that have like digital uh rain slicking capabilities. I I don't know. Use your imagination. What, what would you like? I will obtain the most efficient parasol. You don't have to buy this. I could have just used some uh, psychic stuff to shield us from the rain. But we don't have You're... to carry any of this. You you know what? You're right. But you want me some to do of these that, you don't or... have no. Are you no, sure? I like I like my okay. insides got, on the inside. I, I like not seeing what I saw. I got the thing I point to myself. I I, I can do it right now. Is that it gives Lauren a digi umbrella hat? Oh. Oh, is it like a wizard hat? Uh, I I gotta find the reference image for it. It's you know those. It's like it's it's a stupid hat. Oh, oh, it's like an umbrella you, know, it's you like wear a band. on your head. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like a band on it, and then like raises up a bit, and it's like a it's shitty like the hard little umbrella. In TF2. Yeah. it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that I, you're having all this exchange, and Zedek is like desperate to get like umbrellas to everyone, while the guards are standing out there in this like a rainstorm, holding their weapons <laughs> like immovable golems. It looks a bit nicer than this. It's just like a shield. Okay, it just doesn't good. exist. But, but I think we're ready to go now. <laughs> yeah, and, and like so, so Zedek, I assume you sort of lead the way out as you all come with your umbrellas, and you see the guards standing there. At, at ease, guards. I hear you're uh, here to take us to the governor. Is that correct? Yeah. That's correct. I'm Linus Glasner. I will escort you. Follow me. He turns, starts walking along with his companion towards the, the doorway, about five meters off from this jutting connection point. We'll follow them in. These folks seem rather uptight, I say quietly to Zedek. I the door agree. the door opens. Uh, you are admitted into what is clearly some kind of, like, jacket room or, or dress dress room that is maybe four by four meters and then there's a small little couch in one corner there appear to be various alchemical balms that are sitting on a nightstand by by a door that connects further in uh, the wall on that side is this fine sort of wood which is pretty rare on a planet like this the guards wood. move up up against this uh this wall and stand at attention with their weapons and they they you know, sorry, uh, Lieutenant Glasner speaks again. You will want to clean up and make sure you use all of the chemicals there on the table. The planetary governor is very insistent. Right. Well, thank you. We will make sure we clean up before we go in. Uh, Zedek will turn back to Reeve and... Uh, are any of those things going to poison us or melt our hands off? Well, here's where I would definitely pull in... Would that even be a Medicaid, or would that be, like, an equivalent for, like, chemistry or something? Medicaid. Medicaid would be fine. 
Okay, well, here we go, Medicaid. That gives us a 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is, like, every form of cleaning solution that you would expect to see. Maybe one of these in, like, a really fancy place. This is all of them put together. This is some kind of, like, absolute clean freak here. So theoretically speaking, would it be possible for us to just use the strongest one and not constantly be soaping ourselves? I, I mean, that would that would be the the like medical wisdom here. Yes. Can we get away with that without accidentally sanding our hands off? Uh, yeah, absolutely. There, I saved you guys a whole bunch of time washing your fucking hands. You're welcome. Thanks, Reeb. Yeah. I will wash my hands. I wash my hands too. I will wash hands. <laughs> I will also wash my hands. <laughs> Wait, won't you get a like? Won't that like hurt you? He's not totally cybernetic. He's a cyborg. His hands are robotic. But yeah, my hands are robotic. But it's not gonna melt. He comes from an underwater metal. forge world. I'm sure he's fine. So right. you all uh, apply the sacred hand unguents. Yep. Sure. Only okay. if you don't refer to it as that. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, and then there, there, the, the, the gardener, the governor's office is through there. Zedek, after you. Yeah, captain first. Right. Thank you, guardsman. That'll be all. And we will push through the doorway. Ah. And you walk through into this this lovely kept office, which has a doorway that seems to carry on, but there is an impressive desk, which behind is this noble man who has a, a massive augmetic on the side of his head with two red lights. He has wires crisscrossing his skin. He has some kind of immense wig. Uh, he's wearing this blue rain jacket over top of some kind of administrator's robes. He is sitting in a chair, but still perches his hand on a cane uh, and keeps an, an arm behind his back. He looks up. Ah, good. You must be the ambassadoress. One of you may sit. I have one chair. Your most important is allowed to sit. Uh, Reeb's accustomed to standing. Go ahead, Daddy. You're important. While I am humbled by your generosity, Governor Zelensk, Planetary Governor Jeremy Zelensk, yes. Right, Planetary Governor Jeremy Zelensk. Jeremyr. Jeremyr, I apologize for this innumerable faux pas. Not, I'm not going to take any longer. I'm just going to sit down. Ah, good. The person who can't say my name correctly is the most important. This bodes well. All right, what brings you to my planet? I don't have much time. I am very busy. We are here on a mission from the Invisio Ambassadorium uh, regarding preparing for the arrival of the main fleet, as well as the Primarchs, but also on the tail investigating a rather disturbing occurrence, which uh, this person who is responsible for said occurrence is said to have passed through this system. We were hoping that you or your associates may be of some use in procuring some knowledge on this unsavory sort. I see, I see. You have experience in rooting out cults, correct? Yes. Correct. Good. I have a cult that needs rooting out. You will do this. Eye for an eye, I suppose. 
I don't know what that means, but you will do this for me. Reeb is sensing the air of this man, and I will have Reeb go up next to Zedek, keeping a good distance away from the planetary governor because I get a feeling that'll be a problem if I do get closer. Yes, we will do this. Where are they? Who are they? Give us information. We'll take I don't know. All I know is that they have said they will kill all of the administration on this planet in whatever reasons they have. I don't care. The prefect knows. She will tell you. You will go meet the prefect. Of course. Good. Every cult we'll says go. they're going to kill the administratum. They never do. This one has already started. They have killed several low- and mid-level menials that I have no interest in, but if they run out of low- and mid-level menials, then they will come for me, and that is unacceptable. You are absolutely right, but you know what, Planetary Governor Jeremy Urtzelens, that will not happen, as men such as our standing do not dawdle when taking care of the riffraff. This is good. You will talk to uh, Prefect Malda of the Logos Stratagos. Um, she will provide you all of the information you need on this, this rabble. You will then deal with the rabble. Once the rabble is done, I will be happy. Good. Then let's get a move on, man. Will um, you assist us after we yeah. deal with them? I do want to assure your word. Assist you with what? Rooting out the... The criminal trait, threat to the Imperium that has passed through the system. Will you assist us afterwards in locating... There is a threat to the Imperium that has passed through the system? Correct. I had presumed that in doing this for you, we would be able to, say, exchange a favor for a favor. What is it you need the information on? We Could this threat hurt me? Yes, it would in fact hurt everybody, possibly. All right, so what you're saying then is that the order of importance is that we deal with this cult on this planet to, which threatens me, and then you will deal with this other thing that threatens me. Is that correct? That is... Yes, unless you'd like to deal with that one first. Ah. No, the other, the, the other one is on this planet, so we will deal with the one on this planet first. The space threat can be done later. What is it you need in space to protect me? It's, I, I hear Lauren whispering for you. Yes, yes, Lauren. I'm 100% sure that he actually does something. He's expecting you to do all of it so he doesn't threaten his own neck. Got it? Of course. He provides something. Make him sign something. Well, this is an email. <laughs> <laughs> an email does not count as written consent. Get it on a scroll. I we'll blood letter as is tradition. I don't think he'll do blood, but we'll, we'll see what we can What do. is your witch talking to you about? You have strange advisors. Yes, I keep my enemies close and my friends not as close. You are familiar with the expression, are you not? Oh my god. <laughs> I, he, he cocks his head. No, I kill all of my enemies and I have no friends. Oh. I understand. <laughs> I understand why. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to I've been trying to hurry this along because I get the feeling he's going to be very curt and doesn't want to like riffraff around too long. I want to like I want to I want to give like a behind the scenes thing here for our audience. Like originally I was like, okay, I really want the planetary governor of this planet to be someone nice who the PCs like and like is competent at their job and can be a reliable ally. And Alpha's like, no. There are no competent planetary governors anywhere in the Imperium, ever. So I came up with this guy. 
I think Pi will speak up. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. This is bad. Planetary Go. Governor, I have a question. Planetary Governor up. Jeremy Zelensk. Yes. Are you the Emperor? Of course not. Are you one of his sons? Of course not. Are you one of the members of the High Lords of Terra? Uh, no, these questions Then it seems as though there are imperatives higher than you beyond this planet. Mm. Imperatives that have gifted your with your power, though we are subordinate to you, of course. Our masters are not quite so engaged. What hurts them, sir, hurts you in turn. Uh, what, what, what kind of skill are you wanting to use to influence? We're gonna be uh, using some Intimidation. Oh, this is gonna be fucking great. Please I'll go ahead. All glory behind this. Oh, yeah, no. sure. You have you your wrath die back. I anyway. sure do. Oh, lovely. Eight successes. Cool. Wow. And I'm just looming over him at this point, I think. Yeah, yeah he leans he leans towards you and replies very curtly. And all of your logic is correct. Except that I have the authority of the Emperor out here, and you do not. So, little red Martian man, you will listen to me for now. Of course I will. But I am merely referring to you and inferring you as part of my service to your beloved office. I am establishing a new rule now. Only the one in the chair may talk to me. And he turns to Captain Zedek. Now, <laughs> they're vervy. That is a very important point, Planetary Governor Jeremir Selensk. So yes. let me reiterate what my colleague had said in slightly more eloquent terms. The threat out in space, which has passed through this system and is currently on its way to throne knows where, we have on good authority not only represents a threat to the Imperium at large, but of course... Yes, 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 the Carolon and the Slayer Burko de Fakirby. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, precisely him. And the help and aid that he has been receiving is of the disposition from our experience are of the ilk that would see you splayed out in a pool of your own viscera, strung up like crude drapery that would make a mockery of an office oh, of this immaculate decoration. So currently, he is out in space. He is out in space and not my problem. But there are people he on, may this planet be on this planet right planet. now who want to kill me. So you deal with the people on the planet right now who want to kill me. All I require from you is that you find some tangible proof of the existence of this cult and its members. Deal with them in some way. Bring that proof back to the prefect, and I will task the prefect with doing all of the mop-up and the hard work, since it is clear you can't handle that. But as long as you can find this cult, I will give you information on where I know the Carillon is to be. Does that sound amenable to you, man in the chair, whose name I already forget? Captain Zedek, don't wear it out. But yes, let's <laughs> sign on it. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, did you have a document ready? Uh, one of these your scribes. Perhaps the one with the red hair there. Uh, do, you, do you scribe? Hey, GM. Yes. 
Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I would like to roll a... What, can, can I roll something to produce a document that I definitely totally had prepared in advance? I'd say, like, a scholar check is totally fine. It's a ten and a glory. God yeah. damn, dude. You, he, like, he like looks at you like, ah, do you do scribe work? And you fucking, like, pull out the scroll that falls Reed, under the Reed floor. He knows exactly what's happening with this guy's patience right now, so he quickly unfurls a sheet of paper from inside his robes and is like, yes, here. Bonafide warrant chart. Bonafide good, charter, something like good. that. Good, I will sign here, 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 good. Perhaps you should be sitting in the chair, he says to Reed. And then finishes signing. All right, you may go now. Go, go, go to the prefect. It's fucked, dude. At the at the pending. I I wanted again, honor. again, again. Like time out here. I really wanted this person to be likable. I really wanted you to not have to deal with this. But Alpha established rules. No, this is great. I love this. This is so fucking. <laughs> he is. He is so. He is not responding to any of our shit. I, I also was like, all right, Alpha, I will I will give you a, a planetary governor who is not like who, who is not likable, but they will they will be a different kind of not likable than the last one they dealt with. Uh, terrific. Good, you may go. Your your shuttle can go wherever it wants in the hive as long as it's not here until you're done. You may leave now. Be sure to clean your hands when you leave as well. I don't want your hands touching the doorknob in the other room. Go. And he just waves you off. Hey, Thurston. (laughs) What kind of augment does this guy have? Christ. Um, Give me a tech check. Sure. That's six successes and a glory. Da da da. Da da da. Yeah. So with that, you can tell he has a, a pretty uh, large suite of augmentics. Uh, but he essentially has the equivalent of an augmentic eye that is um, accomplishing like two features of augmentics of augmentic eyes rather than one. So normally, augmentic eyes, when you get them, they can give you, like, yeah, yeah. an upgrade of, like, minor, like, here's a bonus to perception checks, and here's a bonus to range attacks. He has two of them, essentially. Intriguing. Do I know precisely which ones? Uh, not not offhand. You'd need to inspect it up close. Don't do that right now. We don't need to be executed. Oh, don't worry. When I kill this person... <laughs> Right. Being vastly different. All right, this person is in complete charge, and you're like to listen to everything they say. I will kill this person. I, has you're, nothing to do with authority <laughs> and everything to do with incompetence. Your Honor, my client is a very killable man. <laughs> this man is exceedingly killable. Jesus God. Okay. Okay. This, yeah. this is going to be a hard one for us to get out of, mostly because of what Pi is going to do. Oh, I think no. it would be quite easy. No. No. We leave no. and forgo the plot. <laughs> Alright, so we're out of the room. Uh yeah, yeah. So so you 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 exit, you are you are back on the, the shuttle, you are now traveling throughout the, the hive city. Uh, the, the documentation that you've been provided has given you the information of the office of one member of the Logos Strategos of the Administratum Prefect Amalda. 
Hmm. You can give me a scholar check if you uh, if you have it to let me or to, to figure out what you know about the logo strategos. Sure, sure. Three uh, successes. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you're unfamiliar with it. Uh, Zedek uh, and Reeb. Reeb got an eight in the glory. <laughs> yeah, and Zedek with a five. Um, uh, Zedek and Reeb, you are both familiar with the Locus Strategos. It is a department of the Administratum, mm -hmm. and it is noted for analyzing the various threats facing the I got the a four in glory. Um, yeah, and Lauren, you'd, you'd have a little bit of information on that as well. Um, particularly, like, they they devise like the, the, they face different threats that are facing the Imperium and then devise strategies to 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 deal with them. Uh, Reeb, with your height, heightened success, you know, like they would be the like the ones who would um, do long term planning, such as oh, if we destroy this Xenos in this area, then that might mean this Xenos might migrate here, and this might happen. Or if we like selectively prune this cult, we might be able to, you know, grow another cult that will be better. They they do a lot of that sort of stuff. It's strategic level like tactics and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but but they're not a part of the Imperial military, which is they're the they're just for like planning. Yeah, I've had, like, like super okay. administrator. Like, I, I hope I know what the hell uh, any of the, you know, board or, you know, the officios would be, because they're a fucking job. <laughs> so thank God on that. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's what you would know. And you, you have coordinates to our office. You get back into into the shuttle and can, can make your way there. Uh, is there anything you'd like to discuss before heading heading off there, sort of planning before you go into whatever your next meeting will be with this, this other NPC? Uh, that character is quite possibly the most incompetent individual I have ever met. Incompetent because he annoyed you, Pi? No, you idiot! It's because he rejects the fact that he is part of a larger organization than himself. He cares only for his own position. Most it is quite clear that he would be incapable of ascertaining the value of his self in a larger organization. Most people tend to do that, Pi. You'll be hard-pressed to find many individuals above the rank of guardsmen who think otherwise. That is not how things work in the Adeptus Mechanicus. That's great. That's, that may be true. There, there's, a, there's an asterisk. There's an asterisk. <laughs> Your Honor, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you have to realize, Prane, that uh, imagine yourself being a governor of so many lives on with so many responsibilities, and you're the single point of the lawn of it. You probably would act like that way, too, in some way. It's not justified, but he does seem a bit of a you know stick of someone's ass. I should imagine myself in charge of a system, of a world. Yes, I'd be so good at it. So we speaking of... Sorry. No worries. So speaking of our new meeting we're going to, who will be sitting in a supposed chair as I feel as though perhaps the entirety of the administration here may be a bit neurotic? Want to draw straws? I would prefer it be someone who can talk. I am good at talking. <laughs> talk. <laughs> Captain, do you have a coin to flip? What, you think I'm not good at talking? Hmm? I am very good at no. yelling and making people mad. Me too. 
That's not talking. That's save that for when there's a fight. Damn it! Not when we're doing diplomacy. Wow. We don't need to start a fight in the diplomat's office. Who will there be left to diplomacy then at that point? The floor? Well, here, here Zeta got that one. You get this next one. How's that? That's fair. That's fair. It is worth noting our dear planetary governor has stated he has no friends and there is presently a movement to usurp him. If this movement is more competent than the governor, it may behoove us to, in some way, support it. What? In what way do you qualify his competency? We've not even seen how he governs this place, only how he interacts with us. Exactly! We see how he interacts with the Greater Imperium with no thought to his duty. I was once a leader, Reeb, and I know that your foremost duty is not to your squad, it is to the Greater Unit. Yes, but for the moment he holds authority, so we must kowtow. I understand this. But if I want problems. Words, Pi. Pi, you were you were a leader once. Of course, I was. I led my squad many times, gloriously in combat. Which is why I gained the honor of being able to become a tech priest for my bravery. A pause. What happened? Well. Uh, the camera just zooms in on your face and we hear like screaming and shouting. There's like grayscale, just world war yeah. footage. Yeah. Just faded you, over. You, Battlefield 1942 theme. You grow used to the burden of leadership. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Zedek not wanting to find not get on Pi's bad side holds up claws. <laughs> well then, I believe we have duties to ascertain to. I don't think it behooves us to put our heads in the ground and pretend like this man is an efficient leader. Landing. Uh, the, sh the shuttle makes its like landing sequence down like in a section that's nowhere near as ostentatious as the bridge you were on in fact it looks like this is some kind of public landing space where there's enough room for three or four shuttles to land there appear to be various servitors around that are moving boxes and stacking things it's not raining here but there's like pipes up that seem to just seep liquid down like it's rain and condensation from the upper hive you can tell you're in the mid hive right now holy shit mid hive there's no Ooh. games in this setting I can't. there are no games in the hive world suburbs yeah correct <laughs> <laughs> our suburbs. Don't gentrify our hive city. <sighs> it uh, it is it is raining uh, like from from this this condensation, and you can see that you've landed a fair ways away from the actual location uh, that you're supposed to be because it looks like the prefect's office is like bundled between the offices of various other officios and uh, organizations here. I suppose we should make for the uh, logo strategum. Uh, I don't be want about... to be touching whatever's raining on us right now. I don't want to think about what's raining on us right now. Can we just move? Let's wait. Wait a second. We have umbrellas. Why does that even matter? 
Well, umbrellas are only in the upper 90% of efficiency. You will still probably get some rain on you. It's probably grimdark umbrellas where it's all made of metal with eagle brass markings. It's like a it's, it's like a uh, a fan like like in a casing that's angled like an umbrella, so it chops the water because it has to be brutal. There's like a hose that goes from the top, like it filters mm -hmm. rainwater from the top directly uh, in the umbrella, just to like make it like that, like increase the misery. It's like filters directly into your boots. <laughs> increase the misery is a great like one sentence descriptor of the setting. Hi, or specifically our party. Hey, hey now! You hear this shouting from underneath the platform. I look down. What? What? You see, you see a like a man uh, in in sort of ragged, ratty clothing, clearly torn up, stained with just various uh, stained and sopping wet. Honestly, looks up, has this sort of frazzled hair, uh, like one eye sort of squinting, the other just bulging as he looks up. Hey. Hi. Hi. I'm today. I'm Clemens. I'm Clemens. Have you heard? Have you heard? It's almost time. Oh, what? Oh, oh, uh, what time is it for? Remind me again. I've heard it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. The word on the street is they're going to wash away everything and everything's going to be new. It's all coming true, just like the graffiti told me. Uh, Reeves going to look at the rest of the party. I didn't think the cult would be so open about coming directly to us. There's, to be fair, uh, they don't know us yet. Uh, yeah, yet. Uh, strange eye bulgy one. Uh, is, are there Clemens. any meetings? Uh, Clemens, Clemens, sorry. Uh, are, are there any meetings that we need to attend to? To catch well, up? I, I'm, I'm not important enough to be part of this. I just see the graffiti. I read it on the walls. Could you show us where people may have potentially had some meetings all gathered around? We definitely would like to, uh, you know, yeah, figure this out. GM. Uh, Clemens pauses and looks up at you. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just wait for the rain to wash it all away. It's going to be amazing. It is. <laughs> and he sort of like scampers into this like crate that has been toppled over, has various rust holes in it that has like also has just like a tattered sheet in front of it. That's clearly this man's home. Oh, Oh, it's Diogenes. I see. I begin to walk away going, come on, boys. I guess uh, that's all that has for us there. This may be easier than I thought. GM? Yes? Uh, when growing up in a hive city, would Zedek have knowledge of the existence of gene stealer cults? Um, or those like hush hush. I don't. They're hush I don't, hush. I didn't know if that's like a wider thing at the Imperium. Nope, definitely not. Yeah, Gene definitely Cult. not known at all. Gene cults are red tape. Yep. Are there uh, are there any uh, like obvious graffiti on the buildings on the way to our destination? Give me an awareness test. I'll allow one of you to be on the lookout. So pie brain, I'll let you do it. Okay, I do not have very high awareness, so I will be pumping all four Great. going into this. So let's roll 
of the dice, six successes. Yeah, you, you as you're making your way, um, and like Zedek, you're having some nostalgia, Reeb, you're keeping tabs on everything, going over the words that were just spoken. Uh, Lorne is just sort of like leading the way in a sense. Uh, Pybrain, you start looking down some of the side alleys and you see in some areas there's like neon graffiti that glows in the darker areas that like speaks all of these strange statements. Um talking about, you know, the wave that shall cleanse before the great calamity and like the wave is coming and the emperor like the 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 rain that is the emperor's tears shall wash away all the non-believers and those too lax to do their duty. Hmm. Uh, making some good points. Lots of talk of washing. Um, hey, GM. Coming down, is this a... I know this is a hive world. Is it an aquatic hive world? What is the general landmass? No, uh, like, this is... Um, there, there's, like... It's Earth-like. I'd say it's probably, like, 50-50 in terms of land and water, but it's it's got an atmosphere that's just constantly spewing rain down. Okay. So, so it's, it's, right. it's like a rain-punk kind of setting here. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Wasn't wasn't sure if there was going to be, like, a threat to some kind of dam or some stupid crap. Not that you... But again, like, you don't know much about the world. You, you feel like you could learn more about potential threats if you spend some time doing some research. Yeah, which I fully intend to do when we get to the logo. Yeah. Um, but that's that's like you're you're sort of seeing this and pointing this out, and occasionally, like as you as you cross uh, one corner, you see this this woman whose head is wreathed in candles, and the wax is sort of like glistening down her face as she's performing this fiery oratory to a group of about a dozen citizens. You know, the light of the emperor has not forsaken us. Do not believe those slanderous lies they place on the walls. We are one. The people of Fimbria Majoris are one, and soon we will be in the light of greatness. Hmm... Like you can tell, this is the kind of like common, common imperial preacher sort of statement, and this woman is clearly like railing against the sentiments that are being espoused by like street graffiti and slanderous rumors. Is anyone listening to her? Oh yeah, there's like about a dozen people like sort of like nodding, like you know, shuffling their beards a bit. Jesus, only a dozen. Yeah. And they're like, again, this is like a really tight, this is not well populated area. This is like a off the side mid hive um, section with a whole bunch of just uh, like offices. So you might have like a couple people in each of these offices. They're really like obscure departments here. Hmm. Well then. Hmm. Where are we heading to, boys? Well, presumably still towards the uh, the person we have to meet at the logo. Yeah, you 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 complete the journey. It doesn't take much longer. Uh, maybe about thirty minutes of walking, and you finally reach the location. And you see that it's this this um, thick, like metallic box of a building that that is 
higher than it is wide, so it's it's got like several stories to it, and there is a a thin uh, metal door with like a an eye plate there, and mm-hmm. some kind of scanner identification to enter, and no like gnaw like doorknob or anything on on the other side. All right, I suppose we should head inside. Zedek <laughs> right. will walk up to the door and uh, Captain. Yes, perhaps I should go first. Sure. Well, is this bizarre asinine quirk with this person as well? Reeb will head up to the door and he will uh, knock, I guess. Okay, clang, clang, clang. Hello? I think you're supposed to use the scanners. We're waiting for a response, but I guess we'll just use the scanners. I go over to the scanner, and I guess yeah, I a, will. It's a palm. It's a palm scan. So I'll put my palm on it. Yeah, and you, you you put your palm, and like it's it's again getting still. Even even here, you notice there's droplets of water that are hitting it from some pipe super high above that you can't even see between sort of like smog. It's got yeah. Like Chats kind of said like this is all like black and black and white noir style here. And the, the scanner goes over your hand, and there's a like. Meh. And it gives you like an error, like a dirt dirt. I'm going to return back over to the door and thump it much harder this time. We're here for a meeting. If this is on the outside of this door. And you hear this like moving and then there's like the, the slamming open and you see this this set of eyes that peer through the, the opening slit uh, with almost like what, what appears to be like steamed glasses and these squinting eyes that are made exceptionally large by the glasses staring. Mm-hmm. Hello! Good evening. We are here on a, uh, a mission. We have come from the Planetary Governor's building and we have come to... <gasps> oh, you're, you're, you're with the Ambassador Rice. Oh, oh, okay. I um, I thought that was not now. I I, I just got into my reading, and I, I, I'm so sorry. I'll just, just I'll step back one second. I'll just get the door, and and there's like the door slides open to reveal uh, a woman who is standing there in kind of just like khaki uh, pants, a sort of like buttoned up work shirt, and then like a cloth uh, cloak that is put around her. It's clearly got some kind of texture to it meant to cause rain to sop off of it. And it's got the symbol of the administratum and she has these thick glasses and she sort of greets you and waves you all in quickly as you enter into her office. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she turns and, like, quickly sits down at a table. And, like, as she does so, there's a stack of data slates that kind of fall over. And she looks up, and you're in this library that's filled with data slates and all of these books. Apologies. I've had a really busy day. It's, I just got into reading about substrata of geoformations on Fimbria 2 that I thought was really, really interesting, and hi! That's all well and good. Shall we continue discussing over here? Not the not the geostructures. Our our business. Oh, of course, of course. Come sit here. All right. Uh, Do do any of you need tea or coffee? Tea would be lovely, actually. If you have any recap... 
yes, of course, of course. I will. I will prepare some. Um, and 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 give me one one moment. Uh, over here, I think it's over there. I haven't. Uh, one sec. And she she moves and she starts going like between the different bookshelves. And here's the recap. Yes. Uh, while while she's doing that, I'm, I'm gonna just lightly over my shoulders to the rest of the party. Cripes, this place smells like. Well, it smells like the Lord Inquisitor. That's I assume. Go ahead. I assume this is a good thing. Depends on how much you like the smell of mothballs. It smells no different than the library we have. I enjoy the smell. The smell of old parchment paper and knowledge. Is it like it smells like you, Lauren? I love libraries. I always wish I could go through any of them, but I just like the look of them. Look at look, look at this thing. I flip through the book. It has cool stuff on it. It has a pretty picture. Throw me a D6. <laughs> a what? Throw me a D6. Okay. Lauren. Whoop. Don't roll a one. I rolled a Thank one. Thank you. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, you've you've pulled a book off of the shelf and start like flipping through it. Like, look at this thing, and you see that there's this like clear bloodletting ritual that's like viciously displayed here on like different ways of cutting a human open and getting the blood out of them. Oh, lovely! There you go. There you go. Rape. This might be good for you. You can check that out. He tucks that under his arm for a moment. Oh, I'm back. Here you go. And and she comes with like cups for all of you, placing them down and then sitting, sitting still all of this while she's like referencing a data slate in her hand. OK, yeah, that's good. OK, uh, I just need one sec. I just need to check one of my other operations. Yep. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, uh, uh, the dog soldiers. OK. Hi. Sorry about that. Hi, pleasure, pleasure to meet you. My name's Prefect of Malta of the Logos Strategos of the Administratum. I, I'm so glad. I, I heard that that um, that members of, of the Investorium were coming here and that you were all authorized by the, the Primarch. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm honored with my current role here on behalf of the Crusade, but, but to have actual representatives of the, the official Crusade fleet here, this is... Oh, Ma'am. So, yes, yes. Reed Van Horn. Inquisitor. Uh, yes, yes. Reed Van Horn, uh, Captain Captain Zedek, uh, Lorne, and Pi Brain. Uh, I, I did make sure that the, the tea I put together for you, Lorne, was a Fenrisian blend. Here you go. Um, oh, I, I have lovely. all of your, you. your documentation uh, right here. Um, Inquisitorial Acolyte Van Horn. This should be everything you will need on the cult. Uh, Captain uh, Ca Captain Zedek, it, it's a pl Oh, Pi Brain, my, my apologies. Uh, I, I made sure to put in the the necessary uh, oil and unguents uh, on the side with 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 recap for you so in case you do wish to imbibe it will still have some kind of positive effect for you and she smiles and sort of like pumps her fist a little bit and and i know i know it's a lot to ask about and i'm i'm, I'm being really bad but captain zedek would you would you mind signing my copy of zedekit and she like meekly pulls out the book and waves it towards you <laughs> Ha happily, I'm happy to see a fan. You're you're awfully. Would you like 
Zedek pulls out his flask from his coke. Do, do, do you want something to, to calm down? Are you okay? No, 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 no. I'm just always like this. There's a lot to go on. I, I mean, there's so much happening right now. And uh, with, with my current responsibilities here, it's a lot. And I'm just trying to make sure that I don't mess anything up. Hey, GM. Yeah. This is where this is where the nice planetary governor budget went, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck you, Alpha! I'll do it in another way." <laughs> I'm just waiting but, uh, for her to have a basement full of like dead puppies or something. Like, I'm just waiting for something. Everybody does. It's it's a common thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, she's not a governor. I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, she's like finishing providing all of these things for you and Reeb. You see she has all of the data set up meticulously. She takes a seat, finishes up whatever she's looking at on her data slate, closes it, she breathes. Okay. Fifteen minutes. I have fifteen minutes allocated right now. I am at your 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 service uh, with anything I can provide before I have to get back to my work. Work is very pressing right now. Reeb's gonna scroll quickly through and try to identify all the shit in this listing. Is there? Yeah, do I have enough time for that? Fuck it. I'm rolling a scholar. I got a five. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, you... I'm gonna wrath that into an eleven. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Um. It's it's a whole bunch of data uh, providing a crap ton of information on the the reign of the emperor's tears and it looks like she's she's methodically like arranged it all and broken it down into like bullet point sections for you she's also included various appendixes like the state of the fimbria system it's very clear that on top of the current uh thing she's she said she's she's also included a lot of like this could be useful in the future information because she's also provided some uh, some details on all of the planets in the system. Well, this is all very interesting and very usable. However, this is not ideally what we were looking into. Oh, uh, uh, you're wanting to know more about the, the situation with the Carillon, is that correct? Um, I I'm apologize, I can't provide much information on that right now. Uh, the, the planetary governor's locked all of those files. You'll have to deal with the, 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 the reign of the Emperor's tears first. Uh, very well. So... I tried. I really did try. But all the information about the, the Carillon went through the planetary governor's office, and I don't have that kind of access right now, even with my new role here. But uh, rest assured that um, once I hear, if I do hear before, I will let you know. It's 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 not every day a, a missionaris Galaxia vessel goes missing like that. <laughs> yes, quite. So I'm going to read. I'm reading through the the Emperor's Tear stuff. What exactly do they even have on these guys? Um, you can see that it's it seems to be some sort of cult um, that's had minimal impact on the planet. Uh, they they came into like being. Uh, early in the 36th millennia when the planet was involved in something of a religious schism. Uh, do I have anything on the religious schism? Uh, you can give me another scholar check to see what you would know, maybe. All right, I'm going to roll a scholar check, and I'm going to yeah. get a six. Uh, yeah, six is reasonable enough. Um, the 36th millennium, especially the opening of the 36th millennium, is noted is notable for this little event called the Age of Apostasy. Uh, oh, no, fuck. Where... <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, where uh, where this this uh, this person who worked for the administratum decided, you know, what would be good, cool if I was also in charge of the church. Oh boy, <laughs> it's one of these schisms. 
And so whatever was like, it was a wide event, but when when all like when all of that happened there were a whole bunch of like religious schisms and and tiny events that occurred all throughout the imperium so when the age of apostasy kind of reached its its apex everyone was sort of affected and this is like the trickle down effect of that this cult came about during that situation um They've filled the the and she notes like a lot of even some of the uh, the graffiti you saw on your way in here. She's noted it down, including such notes as you know, the wave that will cleanse before the great calamity. She also includes information on a whole bunch of murders that have recently occurred uh, on low and mid level government officials. Um, who specifically of the low and mid level government p- uh, positions? Are there like any? Can I determine if there's a through line in anyone's You'll specific? You'll need yeah. to spend, like, more time. That, that'll that be, like, a longer-term thing. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll do that a bit later, then. Uh, so, obviously, we've got a funny funny remnant of good old Doge Van Dyer doing his bullshit. Uh, we've got it's potentially... His name ever. <laughs> pro- probably not gene stealer cult but i'm not gonna put that past uh gm and alphabusa conspiring to give us the ultimate red herring and be like ah it's goge van dyer's fault haha tricked you stealers anyway um let me see what else can i ask about you guys gonna doge, doge van dyer thank you thank you <laughs> god damn it <clears throat> right um let me think let me think let me think you guys got any ideas of what the yeah, fuck I can so so Reeb, you're going through all of this like you're you're quickly researching all the data what are the uh, like what are the other three of you doing um this is you know prefect amalda sort of got this like sheepish smile she's looking at you she's she's got her copy of zedekit which she quickly puts back in her robes um but she's she's sort of looking over at the three of you to to answer any questions you might have or i just want to say trickle down uh, ecclesiastics before we go any further. <laughs> Very good. Very so good. You seem to be in a rush to return to your duties. What are those duties in Dale? Oh, uh, so I was selected. <laughs> she kind of puffs up her chest a bit and smiles. I was selected to ensure that the crusade fleets passing through this system goes as smoothly as possible. So I'm ensuring all of the problems in this system are not there by the time the crusade fleet arrives, or at the very least suppressed while the crusade fleet is here. And she just has this like big smile on her face. Is it? I think we'll get there. Mm-hmm. How many problems are you having? Uh, well, um, there's the problem with the Carillon, of course, which I'm so glad you're going to be able to help with. Again, once a galaxy vessel goes missing, it's a bit of a problem. But um, no, uh, we, we've got the, the Carillon. Uh, there's some some civil disturbances on, on Fimbria, too. Uh, some some of the, the noble factions are, are having squabbles over some of the uh, the mining sites there. Uh, and then, of course, we just have to, have to get the orcs under control on Fimbria Force Moons. I'm sorry, there are orcs here. Orcs. It's just a small orc infestation. Small? Small is never small as you think it is, the, Prefect. The, the, the greenskins arrived somewhat by by happenstance. So we're just having some some loyal servants of the Astra Militarum handling that. How is that going? Very well. The casualty reports aren't nearly as bad as I thought they would be. <laughs> it's only in the millions, not billions <laughs> this time. 
Define better than you thought, because I don't want to say that's oddly reassuring, presumptively. Uh, she, like, pauses, and you can, like, clearly get the impression she's she's doing some mental math. Uh, well, they they have the orcs contained. That doesn't... How many men have... How many... How many servants of the Astra Militarium have died? Oh, only several thousand, tens, thousands. How many thousands? That's not bad. Yeah, that's actually yeah, pretty that's good. Actually that's really good for you guys. It's a small infestation. I like that Reeb says that as he's clearly just reading through all of the documents. Reeb, Reeb is very good. At, listen, Reeb is very good at listening. He's very oh, good yeah. at getting this shit going. Remember, he's an inquisitor. That's his job. He has. That's to. what I mean. Like it, it, it works. Like this whole scene works really well, and I like that. And she sort of pauses. Maybe at some point, um, if, if it's not too much to ask, I, I, I if, if, well, I mean, what. What's probably going to happen is the planetary governor is going to ask you or demand you anyways. We we might have some supplies that need to go out there at some point in the future, but but that can wait. That can wait. <laughs> the planetary governor is very insistent on dealing with the, the, the local problem first, which... Uh, More pressing for him, I'd imagine. Uh, yes, exactly. So once once you handle that all, oh, and again, you don't even need to deal with the cult. I'll make sure that that gets handled. I can muster our security forces here to, to, to purge where needed. I just need to make sure that you can get some solid evidence on them. Well, Kill I believe a couple that... of those cultists and we should be good. Well, I believe that, ma'am. I sincerely doubt that we will run completely unmolested by the cult. I, I, I am going to trust in all of you to to use that information that I've provided. Do the investigating that I know you're all capable of. Uh, can I just say I, I, I'm a real big fan of some of your your previous missions. I, in my spare time, I don't have much to do, so I read through mission logs from the ambassadorius, and I, I saw some of yours. And I just I just want to say the the some some of the the mission reports you've had. Uh, Farthem Four was just just just, just an interesting affair. Uh, how many of these damn reports did they write up this quickly? Uh, well, I have, oh, oh my, I, I, I have a lot, um, all, all, all sorts of things. Um, can Reem take the, the little data slate away from her for a moment so he can look at it? Uh, like, she's closed her data slate. She's reciting this from memory. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Jeez. Well, Captain's going to make the poll read aside. Say again? Okay. Say again, Captain Zedek? Captain Zedek would like to pull Reeve aside for a moment. Yeah, yeah Zedek. Okay, so we have now ascertained that there are ine an inevitable orc problem we have to deal with, which is fine. I, I don't care if we deal with orcs. That gives you more experiments to run anyway. Of course. Now, I'm going to level with you. This woman has more intel than she knows what to deal with. And this planet, I feel, and just call it a gut feeling, is going to go to shit within the next week. Okay. Now, I know you're kind of against these kinds of things. God damn it, no. Everybody's going to sigh. But we could sorely use a resource, uh, some kind of a resource operator or somebody to run logistics for us before we get off Why does every season with the kidnapping? Captain, you realize that we could have used just about everyone on our little crusade thus far? It's true, and the ship to... is woefully understaffed with people who actually know what they're doing. But yes, if, because if the planet guys. goes to, just, just hear me out, just hear me out. Speak. If the planet goes to shit, 
Can we at least try to make sure this one doesn't? Well, Captain, I would like to assume that we would try to avoid her dying regardless of whether or not she came aboard our ship, don't you think? You see what happens on the lower decks. You know that that's not always a guarantee for people we bring aboard. I mean, in general, even if she... If we're, we cannot, people tend to die when we're around. Things tend to go bad. Are we the bad guys? Zed, no, are we, we, are we the <laughs> cannot we reach keep... into the administration of every planetary government that we come across and cherry-pick the most competent individuals out of them. Yes, then we can. Do, do, you, do you see my jacket? Do you see the writ of trade hanging in my office? That Zedic, is exactly what we can do. Zedek, if you pick every little valuable element of the administration out, what is left? No treasure. Answer: The Imperium of Man. Very true. Nostalgic critic theme starts to play. Long raises a hand and tries to interrupt both of them. Going, but it's like I assume Reeve has the data pad, right? Yeah, he's still flipping through while arguing with Zedek out of the corner. Reeve, Reeve, question: Are there any photos of or any imagery of any of the cultists in there? Jim. Uh, no, there's no images of, of cultists in there. Can, so I do an, can I do an investigation and a hope and plead that there is one in there of something of like just Wait, a guy? What's, what's your investigation? Because mine's an eight. Mine's, mine's a three. So like if you really dig in there and hope there's like a photo of one, there's like a lackey or something. I'll give you a seven and a complication. How's that sound? That works great. Uh, that 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 works absolutely great uh yeah you can see that in in one of or sorry in in some of the the records and picked scans of murder scenes for some of the low and mid levels there is in three of them the same person who shows up in the background uh sort of watching the affairs this kind of like thin lanky person who seems oddly familiar to you and you recognize immediately it, it was clemens who you met earlier i look at i look at the photo and like uh reeve could you like not like in i you know enhance <laughs> enhance the image and, and bloom it up for yeah. me and hold it out for me real quick I can see this plenty fine that appears to be the young man we met a minute ago. Oh, no, I, I need you to help me here. Like, they print it out like oh. I'm looking at a mirror. Yeah, hold on a moment here. And then he's going to, like, take his fingers to the corner of the image and, like, stretch it out. Yeah, and you, 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 you enhance. I then cast Shape Flesh and turn myself to look near the Clemens. Uh, is that a good idea right now? Yeah, do it. Do it. Roll roll that psychic. Oh, shit. Son. I got an eight. Okay. All right. Here's okay. the unfortunate part. Yeah, that's a complication. It auto chat. complicates. Yeah, of course. <gasps> of course. Awesome. Thanks, chat. Um, with a two. Nice. Um, you can you can add plus one to deception. So I'm guessing you're like using it to further improve your your appearance as Clemens as you're like. Yeah, I'm trying to for the one I saw of him before and of this right now. I'm kind of like, okay, let me try to like if this guy's important, he's in all these photos, and I'm like, let me just try to like turn into him or learn basically his shape and everything else. But obviously something goes wrong. It also for people since we upgraded. I took a, a talent again that allows me to get to another discipline, and then I took Biomancy, so I now have Shape Flesh. 
yeah okay so yeah and there's like how does how does your transformation work like can you describe how when you change forms like what what happens is it like like your bones start cracking is there like do you just pop change like how how does that process work for you I assume it's just like psychic mastery, wooble wobble come around, and then it's just like just just morphing, like it's calm or whatever. Not like so horrific lycanthropy kind of style, where my bones are oh god, and then just like painful thing. I'm sort of just slowly morphs in. Would it be noticeable? Uh, and they'll probably have to Thurston if it would be or not. Uh, I mean, I mean, like I'll I'll let let you you know, I'll let I'll have it so that like you can use it and change shape in in like a good good way. Um, I mean, if that's the case, I would like to at least distract the one person who's probably not used to uh, Lorne doing something horrific with my newfound skill, which is uh, jargon. Oh, okay. Um, as and like you do this, and like you can see, Amalda sees you do this, uh, Lauren, and you change, and you look like almost perfect. And she she gasps a bit. And she's like, "That is so cool." <laughs> now the question is, what the complication is, and also for the people who complained, we're almost at time, and we don't bank this shit. So. <laughs> you're gonna have to realize, the- or else it just doesn't happen. So please don't be a dick. And the, the complication is that as you, you you channel this this warp based power, something in the warp looks back, and something in the warp notices you. Do I see it? You see a bright red eye and some kind of toothy mouth, and then it's gone. And like that is your brief brief moment in the warp oh i try to do i need to do do i need to roll anything to kind of go like oh god i just saw something no you you saw it it, you you only saw a silhouette of it but something something noticed and you you just know whatever this thing it noticed you Mm. oh i don't like that oh and uh, I think I think that's where we will we will call it for today. Well, dun, dun, dun! Dun! thank you, everybody. Thank you. So why the fuck is the crocodile? <laughs> yeah, get this crocodile the hell out of here. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much, Mr. Thurston, for another amazing episode. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And so with that, I'd like to say thank you to the wonderful people who helped make this show happen. Namely, all of you here who show up to the live stream and support us, but also the fantastic folks here who make Warhams Warhams. Starting off with our, with our, wow, I keep messing up thinking what your class is. It's Guitar Ranger, Pybrain, played by Speaker D. Yes, hello, I am Speaker D. You can follow me on Twitter at Super Snake Kick. Or you could find me on YouTube at Speaker D, where I post nothing yet. Also, we're going to be doing some new stuff uh, at the end of this thing. So please, like, stay stay here. You're going to want to listen to some of the stuff. You're going to be really confused. And also, an inquisitorial acolyte, Reeve Van Horn, played by Arendelle. 
Hi, you could reach me on at Erndilio on Twitter if the bastard <laughs> sent me pieces of shit. Bastard Twitter. <laughs> Fuck you, Jack. You suck. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on there whenever I get unsuspended. I can't t I can't do anything right now, so I mean, hey, whatever. Like, I am I am I've been playing the psyker named Lauren, and next up is the captain of the debt collector, Captain Zedek, our resident rogue trader, played by Hulky Crow. That's me. I'm Hulky Crow. I you can find me at Twitter at Hulky Crow. I post memes and funny things occasionally. I also wanted to give a big shout out to anybody who reached out to me over the past couple days because I was going through some some funny stuff. And I, I appreciate your support. I love you guys. Thank you. And also thank you to our game master, the one who's been wrangling us all together in these weaves of bullshittery. Thank you, Thurston Hillman, for another amazing session. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It it was also it's a bloody crotalid, yes. And and that was that was a Patreon thing that came to me. So maybe we'll have some crotalids show up. Yeah, that'll be fun. Excellent, excellent. And uh with all that for a couple announcements before we head things off. One, uh no show on February sixth. I'm just gonna probably gonna date this episode a little bit, but it's just so people are aware I'll be out for two weeks. But uh if you're watching this in the far future, you don't have to worry, all this stuff will be up on uh, podcast stuff on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, stuff like that, where you can find also on Spotify. Additionally, the videos all go up as normal. I'm immediately after this, so I'm going to start working on this as soon as possible so you guys aren't missing anything, so I can, like, log in in a hotel room and get it all ready. But I am moving down across the country and all that stuff, so that's why things are going to be delayed. So about two and a half, two and a half-ish weeks, uh, we will be kind of paused on streaming. So please don't forget us. Thank you all so much for your amazing support. You've all have been absolutely wonderful. You helped us reach several goals all throughout 2020 and in 2021 up till now. So thank you all so much. We're working on the orcs orc one shot. We're working on Warhammer's fantasy. We're busting our asses off. Tons of things are happening and we hope you all stay updated. Stay tuned. Check out our Twitter at Twitter or Warham at Warham show or Twitter, and also visit warhams.tv for any blog updates or also for the schedule section where we have it updated and stuff like that. So that's where you're going to find all of our updates, including on Patreon, where we like to keep a lot of people updated on patreon.com forward slash warhams. Thank you all very much. Thank you to all the amazing players and game masters. Thank you, everyone attending. We will see you all next time. So long. Farewell. Yeah. Goodbye. And Good please luck. keep safe. Thursday.